Hello and welcome to the 48th episode of the PS Premiere Podcast. As usual, I'm James Smith, and as usual, I'm joined by Dorian Ford. Hello, I'm Dory. Uh, go by she, her pronouns. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at declare192, uh, and I am happy to report that people at Blizzard are losing their jobs. Yay. And that Mitchell O'Brien... Hello, I, I am Mitchell, and you can find me on Twitter at Mitchob1012. And Mr. Cardoni. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sebastian Cardoni. You can follow me at Little793. I had a long, long week of preparing uh, for school starting on Tuesday. Uh, and uh, it's been crazy. And this is the first Saturday I've had off in almost 10 years. So yep. it's been really weird being home on the weekend. But yeah. Hmm uh yeah they're sending you back to school huh <laughs> um yeah what is this an adam sandler movie <laughs> uh right okay so mitch um you wanted to talk about Splitgate again Just i did right i off. did why um well because <laughs> the game <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't even get in a lobby anymore. By the way, you know. Really? Like, no, because well, I, I can't we... even get in the game because the, uh, whenever you, whenever I put up the game, it says that I'm in a queue, and then it says, mm. you know, loading, please wait, and it goes back to the queue again. It's just a constant cycle, yeah. and I can't get in. We had a COVID. We started oh. with COVID. Can we start with a positive? No, come on. <laughs> You're dragging us down. Well, look, it's it's, 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 depending on how you view it. The fact that you can't get in is a success of just how big this game's exploded into. Because, like, like James, when we played it, it was only about like what, like forty to fifty k concurrent players. Like, you know, we didn't even have to consider that like a server limit yeah. or anything. Yeah, we like played that. it before. It was cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hipsters. Yeah. Hipsters. Yeah. Exactly. The the split gate hipsters. I don't think that's a term, but um... my favorite indie band, the split gate hipsters. <laughs> the splits. The splits. Mm, but then like you know like in the in the weeks afterwards it just suddenly just out of nowhere and you know like unexpectedly to me especially just like exploded to like having apparently like up to like 300k to 400k you know concurrent players trying to get on except of course their server limit at the moment is 100k because they just did not expect it to get that big so quickly um so like yeah they do have a server limit in place but i i've actually managed to get in like really quickly over the past few days like i i there's i think what the most i've had to wait is about three minutes over the past few days and yeah maybe i need to give it another shot you know definitely give it another shot because i i feel like i don't know like if i've like up the server capacity in the last week or so but like i've definitely been able to get in and you know like i haven't really had any server issues like the games run fine like nothing performance wise or with the with lag which is a surprising thing to say seeing as like you know for other games i definitely do have lag yeah. um where's their, where's their server at i don't know like i know they're uh it's in nevada yeah i was gonna say i have the feeling they're a north america based um group but yeah so i look i think uh, one thing that was surprising to me is that they sort of like compared what like on a i think it was on like either a week by week thing uh compared to like their growth compared to among us's growth last year where among us started like you know like 10k then went up to 
like you know 50k then 70k then 100k then you know like 300 or so k whereas among us we're like within like uh you know a time frame of like one or two weeks went straight up from like 30 to 40k to like 300 to 400k so yes that's a pretty tweeted out on august 5th that their last update um has allowed us has allowed them to make huge capacity and stability improvements uh, which means shorter queue times uh current estimated queue time is five minutes and this is expected to stay below half an hour for the coming hours Uh, so that was on august 5th a couple days ago yeah i'm I was yeah, I was gonna say I haven't had any issues like with waiting for queues or anything, which is really good. Um, funnily enough, though, like from what I've seen, like because apparently Warzone, like Call of Duty Warzone, is just that bad with cheaters nowadays that people have like actually started to go, hey, you know, screw this, let's just go on a split gate. Which hey, I'm all for, you know, like I'm all for supporting like indie devs and everything. Are they, yeah. Are they cheating? Are they cheating on consoles too, or just PC? It's crossplay, isn't it? It's crossplay. Yeah, oh, so that, that's, a big, that's a big so... reason why this boom to begin with is crossplay. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, exactly. So yeah, they've had yeah uh, the PC PC gaming PCGamer.com says that they uh, recently hit another record with over sixty thousand sixty seven thousand players on PC only, uh, according yeah. to the Steam uh, database. So which is like, pretty insane. Yeah, that, I mean that's wild. Is the is the gameplay still holding up for you, Mitch? Yeah, no, it really has. I think, funnily enough, I think I've been, I've gotten much more into the mindset of like not using portals as creatively, or like you know just like rely, relying on running and gunning. But because yeah. some of Chris the Paul? maps, I feel like don't really give you the option to do any creative stuff. Yeah, but the thing is, portals. as well, that I noticed when I was playing, it was like you know using the portals you have to use significantly more brain power like yeah. there's a lot more strategy involved it feels like a lot more effort using the portals mm. um, yeah it, it if you're just doing it for something as simple as going from point a to b yeah. then like it'll work for you yeah Absolutely. if you just want to shoot some but, stuff then yeah. yeah but like there's there's definitely like there's a skill gap for it which i appreciate and like you know, like I'm, like I played a ranked match or something. And I got absolutely demolished because the people there were like using portals, you know, like insanely well. And I'm just like sort of running around, you know, occasionally shooting out a portal here and there. But um, yeah, I think honestly, I think you know, like the actual game portal. I think some of my favorite, you know, just uses of the portal mechanic is when like you know you're falling at a decent height, you get up that momentum. And then you sort of like slip through a portal and sort of come just shoot out on the other side and like get that nice amount of air and momentum. That's really fun. But yeah, I think there's definitely a skill gap to be had with the portals in this game, which is why I think it'll have a decent amount of staying power. I I've heard some people say that they like reckon Splitgate's gonna be like the next big thing and it's gonna like, you know, take over the gaming scene. I don't think it will just because of the fact that you know despite its you know main mechanic it's still at heart it's still pretty much just halo and mm. i'm not sure you know if that's going to be enough for like you know the general well, public to like did, sort of d- you know, hold it up on a pedestal you didn't you play the halo infinite um technical test thing? no 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 you didn't no i didn't no oh, i didn't right 
Yeah. But because I, yeah. I, I, have you played it? Did any of you play it? I, I have no, I didn't, I didn't bother signing up. For oh, you it. guys are the shooters of the pot. You guys are guys. Well, did you, did you not play it? I didn't play it. No, you didn't play. It. <laughs> you can't talk. <laughs> You're the ones that like focus on that genre. You got to be there for us. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even know you could sign up for it. I thought it was just a press only thing. No, no, you can sign up for it. It's like a Halo Insider program yeah. thing. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't be bothered. Uh, yeah, like I'm not a big enough Halo fan for that. I so, hate Halo. Yeah, actually, I, I knew you could. Um, I knew you could sign up for it, but I just chose not to. So yeah, yeah I don't. I, don't yeah. I would like either. to. I would like to play that game though. I'm excited for Halo Infinite. So yeah, and people are saying no, great I'm things excited. about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Surprisingly enough, though, in face of the leaks that have come out as well, like I. I think the leak that I've seen myself. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It was fake. It was fake. It was fake. I heard it was fake. So don't even, I don't don't you even heard it was fake. I don't, don't even yeah, give don't, me the door. No, no, no. Let's, no, no. Okay. I'm, I'm really but, all right. Mitch yeah, no, here not, bringing I, up the golf club conspiracy again with Halo. God, <laughs> it's fake, Mitch. There's no golf Look, clubs. What What seems to be happening though is that like a reverse of the Last of Us Part Two situation. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Where everyone's thinking that public, it sounds good. Public, but yeah, it's, public but it's a reverse. It's a reverse Last of Us situation where the leaks are actually getting. Well, I know this isn't obviously universal, but the leaks are making more most people more yeah, excited exactly. for Halo instead of instead of what happened with the Last of Us. Yeah, exactly. So, which is both. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, look, I'm happy for Halo fans. I'm, I mean, I'm honestly happy for. Technically, them. with the Last of Us Part Two, the leaks made me want the game to come out sooner. So that I wouldn't have to avoid mm. the leaks for as long. So, yeah, but, but that was also in the face of rampant and often race, like either racist, homophobic, or transphobic comments from people. It was like also yeah. amid that. Amid that so like, yeah. yeah. The last of us got hijacked by like the whole political stuff going on in my country, like that. It oh, became yeah. we hear more about like everything but the game honestly yeah it, it i mean honestly like when when certain youtubers and personalities just yeah. get their hands on a product it usually yeah. does for better turn, or worse turn it turn into like about trump and liberals. yeah <laughs> turn it turn into damn this. liberals are ruining last of us part two yeah it really did though it really was like a surprise yeah. when trump showed up in the last of us part two you know <laughs> yeah i thought that was weird when he showed up at the golf course and he was like yeah for me and i thought that was strange that was a weird yeah, my, my, my favorite moment of the game though was when you had to go chasing after his wig yeah and then <laughs> yeah you had to dodge <laughs> obstacles and stuff and chase yeah. him in alleyways and yeah, yeah. Imagine a oh god that'd be a great that'd be a great like uh boss battle like I, basically the boss in uh metal gear solid uh vengeance yeah uh, metal gear rising revengeance. Revengeance. rising 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 revengeance yeah. Yeah. god i love that game so much great title i almost gave up on that game because that first boss the the cybernetic wolf uh -huh. boss i hated that fucking boss oh, yeah. so much yeah it was so well, you just need, you just need to figure out how to parry and then Miss the whole yeah. game. I actually think that's like a necessary roadblock because before that boss, I wasn't parrying at all, and it forced me yeah. to figure out how to parry, and that made the game way more fun I, from that point on. I totally get it. I, I'm a big fan of that game too, but uh, yeah, that was definitely a big a big bump for me to get over with yeah. that. Yeah. So, so somebody hasn't really looked at Splitgate that much at all. How close is it to Halo? Was it very similar? It's 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 very close to Halo. It's, oh. it, I mean, it's pretty it's, much a rip off of Halo. Is oh, it like, Bungie like calling their lawyers or like how how close are we saying here? 
Look, I mean, like I, the I, weapon I'd... designs are pretty, pretty close, right? I yeah. mean, not even just the designs, but like just because, like, how 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 they work, pretty much. Like, I think, like in Team Deathmatch, at least the starting loadout is the carbine, and like you have you have everything. You've got the assault rifle, the carbine, the battle rifle, the rail gun, the plasma rifle, the pistol, the shotgun, the yeah, sniper. Um, yeah, what what other Halo weapons are there? Because they're probably in here. The oh, we've got Do a... they have anything like the Needler? Because I love the Needler. No, not yet. Okay. But be too much. Um, they do have <laughs> uh, they do have their own version of the gravity hammer, which is literally just a baseball bat. Yeah, the, um, uh, the it's called the, uh, the it's called the BFB. The baseball. Yeah. Bat. <laughs> you know, I want to say I, shout out to Final, I know this is random, but shout out to Final Fantasy VII Remake for the spiked bat. That was one of my favorite weapons uh, in Final Fantasy VII Remake. It made yeah. me think about that. I couldn't oh, I couldn't use that because it would ruin the cutscenes for me. <laughs> it would be, so be so out of place. It, it's getting it's traded why... to the Orioles. I mean, to be fair, it's, it's the same reason why I switched back to the Buster Sword after a while because I'm just like I I, I like seeing it in cutscenes. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm the type of weirdo. I'm the type of weirdo who like for game in in like superhero games and stuff. I have to keep the like default suit on for my entire first playthrough. I was like, about to say. I, that. I, yeah, like I hate seeing like alternate costumes on my first playthrough. I just want to see. I do that it. every game. I always use the default everything. Like yeah, like Kingdom, exactly. Hearts, Kingdom Hearts, for example, you can use different Keyblades. When I yeah. my first playthrough, I used the original Keyblade. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, it really makes you appreciate like games that have the option to upgrade the, that armor and like maintain that level throughout the whole game for that. Yeah. Do the, yeah. Do the characters like look like Spartans at all? Or is, is oh yeah, that yeah. Oh, like wow. yeah. Well, there okay. are different exactly. character models and designs that you can swap sure. to with as like yeah. Like, like they but... they don't have like the visors like aren't the same like Halo visor to the point where it's like hey you know like they don't have that little baseball cap you know thingy on them, yeah. but like you, you can tell like it, it's very much Halo light, but they don't necessarily hide oh, wow. away from it. Yeah, they don't I'm hide away at it now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is this yeah. game like is this game in trouble when Halo Infinite comes out? Like is this game just gonna be dead? I, no. That's what I was thinking too. I feel like it's a bad move to Well no, well, it's not one... a bad move because they put it out before Infinite, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this one's on PlayStation. But yeah. also like Yeah, but and this one's cross well, like, that could Halo be a is, of Halo is free play yeah. as well. Yeah. That's actually I, yeah, a good but... question. Well, Halo has the Halo has the Halo has the brand recognition. Yeah, but the, I but suppose I, the question is the question is how many people are going to stop playing Splitgate and just switch over to all, Infinite. Well, Halo has that Call of Duty. That the, it's it. also fair to say that the Halo brand is not where it used to be, too. I mean, that's people, true. Yeah, but so there's something about video mm-hmm. game series. What even if they have like a ten year like hiatus, if they have if a new great game in that series comes out, everybody starts talking about it. You know, like yeah, yeah. So it, it, Halo, Which... Halo, you guys probably don't remember, but Halo, like Halo at the time, Halo Three was out was like Call of Duty level. Like yeah, everybody yeah. was talking about it. Like, well, I mean, like yeah. it is an interesting question because, for example, um, when Battlefield Twenty Forty Two comes out, I'm not going to stop playing Rainbow Six Siege completely. I'll you know I'll play them both. But they're very but different. This games. is like that's the thing. That's what makes it an interesting question. Is like. Splitgate is very similar to Halo. 
Exactly. Yeah. I will so, say one of the coolest things that I've seen when I watch highlight reel um, uh, on YouTube is the the Rainbow Six uh, Siege um, like highlights that they have there. Like I, I, it's so cool that you can like build like break the walls and then you can build up like new walls. Like I think that's such a neat idea for a shooter. I've never seen that before. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's unique to Siege or not, but it's it's a very cool feature that I always it, enjoy seeing. I, it's definitely not un like it's not unique, or they're not the first ones to do it, but they're the first ones to like implement it at, like as strategically yeah. as Siege did. Would I be wrong in saying that? Yeah, was, yeah. Like Siege is a very unique uh, formula for a first person mm -hmm. team based shooter. I, I mean, it like, and I I guess this kind of like brings it into the Splitgate you know, sort of circle as well. But um, I think, because, like, when Siege first launched, I don't think anyone really expected it to be as big as it is now, you know? Um, and, and part of the reason it is this big is because they continued to support it. And, you know, like, they brought it up to the point where, you know, like, for the most part, it's a really great game. So I feel like if the Splitgate devs even have a, you know, like, have, have a sliver of a chance to compete with um you know halo and whatnot then they're gonna have to like what you call it? they're gonna have to um like either try and keep updating it or balancing it which i i'd say it's already pretty well balanced i don't think there's much yeah. to do there but yeah i That's, yeah i really think they've uh, just got to leverage the fact that they're a much smaller team and that they've got mm, a, a yeah. like a more direct line probably to their community um, yeah. So I yeah. think that's one of the things they've really got to learn. Plus the crossplay, yeah. those two things. The, pro yeah, the problem for them is three four three has the backing of Microsoft. And Microsoft has yeah. more money than has God, the marketing so budget. <laughs> it has the it has the budget to give that game content for the next five ten years, which I think that, I think that's their plan. Uh, yeah, called, I mean, called Infinite. So uh, they hmm. have a lot. Ten forty seven games, which is the people that made it, Splitgate, uh, have their work cut out for them to stand out yeah well because yeah i mean like not to mention like you know like when did halo 5 come out like 2015 2016 like you know like they've like you know they started development like on this like 2017 2018 you know so like they've they've had the benefit of not having a direct competitor like halo in their sites for like pretty much all of their development up until you know like this point now so they're kind of like in uncharted territories where it's like it'll be like a make or break situation for them as to whether they can actually you know take the heat and whatnot yeah it's just it's just crazy that uh and like today we have a, a free-to-play call of duty game and a free-to-play halo game like yeah it's just it's pretty With, wild. Um, yeah i mean like something i was just like a comparison i was just thinking of is like you know, like Halo Infinite being free as well as Splitgate, it, it's kind of like if you have, you know, like this, like, I, you know, God, like, say if you have, like, this, you know, regular nice t-shirt or whatever that you can get for free, but then at the same time, you've got, you know, like a Gucci brand or whatever one of the, like, really high expensive luxurious brands are of t-shirt, and you can get or also get that for free, you know, like, You'd go for the branded one, like if you're a general audience member, you'd go exactly. for the branded one for free. That's the problem. So exactly. So it's like exactly. In, yeah. Like I, I sincerely hope that Splitgate, you know, continues to get the love it deserves past Halo Infinite because, like, I'd I'd hate to see this game just sort of like left in the dust and then like in a year or so yeah. time. Okay. 
when the player it, numbers are low enough for them to say, hey, we're shutting it down. Like, what, I sincerely yeah. hope that doesn't happen. But what if the uh, the Brandy t-shirt, the Gucci t-shirt, what if, it, what if you find out when you get it that, you, like, it keeps getting holes in it and you need to keep repairing those holes, like, for a, a fee? You I know? mean, you and know, the, but that's, the other, that's true. The other t-shirt uh, stays, you can enjoy that for longer without having to put money it's, into it. The the really loving this metaphor, yeah. y'all. It's just making everything come together. <laughs> I just love, I just I was love about to, James I was about to bring Spanish accent. <laughs> <laughs> just um, but yeah, I, I think that's definitely something to consider as well. Like it's it's the same reason why people came over to Splitgate in the first place is because one of you know like Call of Duty Warzone, one of the bigger you know free to play titles, also had a bunch of you know holes and bugs and issues. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd respect them if they stuck to their guns, though. Like, because mm. it's, because I hate, because it, it, sometimes it's like you're just never gonna catch up to the competition. Like, for example, no. like Saints Row was basically a GTA clone for the first like couple games, and then then they just went batshit crazy with it, and it lost its identity. Probably... It lost its identity, and uh, people yeah. prefer Saints Row one and two. Really, three and four. I mean, yeah. I can get, I, I can well, get four. that. Well, I mean, four it's, is it's counterintuitive, really but like. Yeah. One of the best competitive strategies is to not try to directly compete with your competition at first, right? Because yeah, it's just going to look bad. It's just going to look bad if Splitgate tries to go head to head with Halo. Like I'm thinking yeah. well, here, it, you know, it's it's the Disney and Marvel thing where like you create competition by not having a competition and just doing completely different things. You know, like Marvel has got their very, their very linear for the most part, very continuity based MCU. And then DC is just doing whatever the hell they want. You know, like they they've had got to. They screwed exactly. Up the, they wanted to do that, but they screwed hmm. up so badly. But, but now, that. but now what they're doing is, arguably working better for them at least like you know it in is, the case yeah. of you know like indiv- on an individual movie basis like you know but like i mean like not to mention like i'm pretty sure like the devs themselves have said that like they've gotten a like they've gotten an offer from epic games to be bought out and they're like yeah no we're not doing that yeah which like hey res- like total you know respect for like sticking to your guns and whatnot but yeah. whether or not that epic deal or any deal really is gonna actually give you a hand yeah it's in just the future is yeah yeah it's just very challenging because the market is just oversaturated with free-to-play shooters and uh yeah like 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 dc and marvel the two big ones and that's it right like you, yeah so it, that'd be like comparing ubisoft to ea like they're obviously gigantic right this yeah. is a smaller company go, going against halo this is like some it's this is like some small hollywood studio trying to compete against disney it's just it's just not gonna yeah work. what are you gonna do no. is try to get your own just try to establish an audience like a, even if it's niche audience and focus on their, them don't try to compete like trying to be like a widespread like the next among us it's just because it's a different genre among us stands out because it's different you know but yeah. this is just a shooter that's that, like we have what Splitgate, fortnite warzone uh halo now and so on and so forth and then x defiant is coming out and mm. it's just too much, <laughs> too much. thanks thanks yeah. for reminding you of that seb really appreciate yeah, that just, thank you because that's, yeah. that's ubisoft backing it up so like how do you compete against like this is like the big the big three big four and that's no yeah that's 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 the question and you know like i i don't have that sinking feeling just yet but 
at the same yeah, yeah. time i don't i'd like i don't have the same ambition that a lot of other people do where they think it's going to be the next big thing like you know it's going to be the next yeah. Fortnite or fall guys or yeah. among us like i don't i think it'll be popular but i don't think it's gonna like yeah. you know like be the yeah be the thing or the shit yeah. to play for the next like every, week or so i yeah. don't think it's gonna be that exactly right? every time a game a company tries to chase the killer like it, there's always these games that get like that oh this is the next halo killer or this is the wow killer what happens is these companies start copying the big guy the big guys like i'll give you an example mm. world of warcraft at its peak it yeah. was like 12 million players it was the biggest game in the world and there were so many mmos that came out and they just started copying like the layout the, the style of gameplay it's like so, instead of just doing your own thing and trying to establish your own audience they just basically mm. copied the game because the thing because what made wow stand out for a long time was that it had a cartoony art style that could be played on yeah. anyone's computer you didn't need a high-end computer to play it and that's what made the game really like stand out but then, then you had all these mmos that were, like more budget and they were just like focus on the visuals and you would have a high-end computer to get and they just missed the point they missed the point of like why wow was so popular at the time and then what happens what happens when their subscriber numbers go down they start copying world of warcraft they start they just change the whole layout to to make it fit wow it's like they were just they they would just change their whole game in the middle like like and screw over their audience that they already had to try to copy what's popular you know what i mean so yeah that company yeah. It happens all the time in gaming, all the time. I, I think, the yeah, I'm 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 not really sure. I know you guys are not PC uh, gamers, but as much, but no, yeah, that is what happened. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. The wow killer, the wow killer. I mean, one thing one thing I'm thinking about is like, so I I was reading this article um on the Collider uh, a couple days ago about like what makes an indie game, and like. I'm thinking about that because like Splitgate is like especially relative to Halo, right? It's a it's an indie game and it's it's got a lot of track to make up for uh in terms of you know, in terms of an audience, in terms of like getting the word out, getting reviewers to review it. I think even IGN did a review f- for it. Um yeah. so yeah. It's definitely making that making that he- uh making that like headway in terms of the publicity and media and stuff like that. Um, what I found really interesting about the article, though, was that they had, had all these different definitions of, like, what makes an indie game. Um, mm. So, like, one of the definitions was uh, whether it has a dev- developer or publisher. So, obviously, some studios. Uh, so, obviously, like, Epic Games wanted to buy out Splitgate, um, but they said no, and that obviously helps them be, be more independent. Um, and then there's other definitions like uh, whether it's financially independent. Um, so, like for example, Supergiant, which makes Hades uh, or Pyre uh, and various mm. uh, other games, um, is published by Warner Media, which is obviously this huge, gigantic corporation. But Supergiant basically refused to have any sort of external funding from Warner, um, yeah. and so it's basically still considered, you know, independent, so on and so forth. You know, you could talk about creative control. Or just a cultural definition, like some people think uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp is an independent game or an indie game, despite the fact that it's owned by Microsoft. Uh, well, Moon Studios is owned by uh, is owned by Microsoft, so it's, oh, it's Moon, just a Moon weird Studios thing. Is owned by Microsoft. I thought it was. It said that in the article, anyway. They, I'm pretty sure. Like, like, no, they're working on a game not for Microsoft at the moment. Mm. 
They might they might have a weird contract, but regardless, they are owned Either way, by. Yeah. They're yeah, tied. They're they're, they're, they're no. tied to Microsoft at any rate in a big way. Um, so it's weird to think of them as an indie game because they're uh, they've got such a big team working. Yeah, on they're, 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 sec- they're second party. They don't work for Microsoft. Yeah, because Ori's on Switch as well. Yeah, but the point right. the point stands like the game is published by Microsoft. Right. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's more so what I mean. They, yeah, they own owned the owned might have been the wrong word, but basically they just have very strong ties to that, which is a yeah. huge financial backer. But some people still think of Ori as like an indie game. So yeah, I just was curious yeah. about like what you all <laughs> think of like what makes an indie game because there's like, there's a lot of different definitions out there, uh, and a lot of people like to talk about the indie game renaissance right you have braid mm, um and you have meat boy uh super meat boy or whatever um, yeah. bastion yeah basically like devolver devolver digital it's like it's like the age of devolver digital kind of games yeah because they've, they've taken over the market uh that was a yeah. smooth transition by the way um <laughs> why well, it was smooth until you mentioned that it was a transition i had a, it, was, it was too it was too good i had a, I had a well the thing is i had a transition yeah. ready that i was going to bring up for the next topic but uh, i can't use it now because no <laughs> well i mean going good. from yeah but no i i think because you, you bring up an interesting thing when you say you know like with the indie renaissance and indie is a cultural thing because when when I think of that, I think of you know like it be like India being like a cool trend that people are just hopping on like less less as a you know like I'm not saying that the games and things that they produce are less genuine, but like you know in the way where it's like um like oh hey you know these people are getting recognition because they you know they're independent they're like you know a smaller team they have a certain like you know style whether it be like you know bit art or something like that let's also replicate that even though we've got more people more budget more everything you know um yeah yeah. like you know yeah i go i go by you you go yeah, I go by I go by the developer more than the publisher. Like, like EA can release an indie game. Like I would I would consider Unravel to be an indie game, even though yeah, like yeah. it takes two. It takes two. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people would consider that an indie game, even though it was developed uh, by EA. I feel, yeah, I, I, call, yeah. I would consider that double. I would consider that double A. If it was, I, if I was gonna right say that that's that's kind of like it kind of gets to the point where like the line between indie and double A is blurred because. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. Well, it's, it depends. Yeah, like, I it yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of like indie is more of a style than anything else. Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's like it's like music, you know, where like yeah. you know, it's, indie... it's such a nebulous genre in in music. This is another issue because, like, in the nineties, indie indie rock became so huge um in the in the 90s uh yeah. alternative rock alternative is another uh yeah label, like, like nebel- ne- yeah. nebulous nefarious label yeah that's the irony is like indie rock is like what's popular right now like every time i yeah. listen to a radio station or a rock station it's like indie music and it's like it's kind of it's kind of ironic because it's independent genre of that's like mainstream it's like huh well and it's interesting but... Seth, because you brought up devolver and that's definitely brought up in the article too because a lot of mm-hmm. people who work for Devolver have creative control, but they might not have financial control. So Devolver might give them funds to help uh, publish the game. Uh, and Devol- Devolver's done a lot of, you know, relatively big games, right? 
Um, yeah. But at the same time, th- those people still have creative control, which other which people might say you know makes it an indie game anyway. I I think we all, I think we would all agree that generally like we can say for most indie games that they have a smaller budget than the AAA yeah. game. Like that that's yeah. one definition that would fit. Like I I, I feel like. I feel like in most cases, like when you get up to the point where you've got like a multi-million dollar budget for a game, it, I don't want to say like it makes it less of an indie game, but like, you know, like it, it becomes more of a double A game or if not triple A. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird, uh, right? It's, it's, it's weird to think of like a certain game that has a huge team that has a big publisher backing them that had multi, you know, million dollar budget, uh, as, as an indie game anyway. Well, here's the thing. It's you've weird. got I'm like not, I'm not saying it's wrong, but it's weird. You've got the Ascent as well that came out uh, recently that was made by a team of fifteen people. Exactly. But like, just because of the style of that game, I would classify that as like a double A experience. I yeah. Um, I but like the interesting mm-hmm. thing for me, like the really interesting thing is like, you could have a game come out today that is the same genre style scale as Super Mario Bros. Right. And you'd call mm-hmm. that an indie game, but would you call Super Mario Bros. an indie game? No, no, no you wouldn't, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. I think we're, I do, I do think we're heading in the age of double A's. Uh, like we're getting Kena, which is a double A game. Yeah. It's, yeah. An, it's, yeah. indie, it's an indie developer, and um, we're seeing a lot but of like they've got a bunch of behind them. It so, takes two. Yeah. I mean, uh, Psychonauts too. Like, uh, th- that company is not. Like they don't have money. They were they, they would have went bankrupt if Microsoft didn't buy them. They were they were would, struggling for money. Would would we consider Psychonauts two to be a double A or a triple A game? Because that like I'd say they have it, a decent budget it, it, behind them. They do now, but they, they they needed a Kickstarter just to get it off. That's why it's still on yeah. PlayStation. The Kickstarter so, was huge though. So true, like, true. It's like it's like right there. Like maybe that's not the best example, but that game is definitely not. This is not I mean, like it, it's not fully fledged triple A. It's like you upper double yeah. A, you can say. I mean, like Returnal yeah. is in yeah. a weird. It was in a weird spot, and this was talked about a little bit when it was released too, because Housemark was doing a lot of like more indie-ish games before that in a genre that you know similar to roguelites, or or I guess you know in this case is roguelite. But yes, like like the, mm. what are they called? Like twin six shooters or not twin six shooters? There's something else. What? But like Housemark uh, was doing. Me- what game? No, uh, like well, House Mark Returnal. Doing Resogun, Resogun. Oh yeah, twin stick. Yeah, like a bullet hell. Is yeah, that yeah, 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 bullet hell. We had it right. Bullet hell. Yeah. Bullet hell. Both. Yeah, yeah. Both. 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 But anyway, yeah. So, but now they've got the backing of Sony, and now they've got like this huge game that's PS5 exclusive. They've got a big yeah. budget. Uh, it's got a huge story. I mean, so it's just like that. That's another example of like an indie studio that might not be as yeah. indie anymore. Yeah. I, I feel like there's. I feel like now that you mentioned, it, there's like a distinct difference between an indie developer and an indie studio as well. Yeah, if yeah. you get what I mean. Because like, like a studio themselves. Like, because if if we look at the term itself, indie is just short for independent. You know, so in a way, like I, um, Housemark probably isn't the best example, especially now, but. You know, there's like examples of like studios where like the studios themselves may be independent, but they're like their budgeting or whatever sort of up levels them more so to the side of double A than indie, if, if that makes sense. Cause, like, yeah, because I, I feel like in, in most cases, indie kind of encapsulates 
that whole idea of small team, smaller budget, not necessarily small, like smaller, um, you know, like I guess smaller scope of ideas, like shorter runtime. Like it's it's a small bite sized game most of the time. And... There's definitely better, like better and worse definitions because like there were people who were debating whether Hades was truly an indie game because it got so many Game of the Year awards and it sold so much. And like I, the article points out that like at certain point, like you're making it sound like indie games aren't allowed to succeed, otherwise they're not indie anymore, which feels yeah wrong, right. Like Hades is allowed I... to get a lot of awards and sell a lot, and that doesn't make it not indie anymore. At least I don't like think I'm. So. I... I mean, I remember when, like, what, Bastion came out, like, what, 2011, 2012? That was getting... Yeah. And same with, um... Was it was it Brave? What was that sort of... Limbo, when Limbo came out. Yeah, Limbo. Like, yeah. Say, same with that. Like, that, that got ton of, like, recognition and awards and everything. And... But, yeah. it, like, people still consider those to be indie games, you know? So I, think, I, I feel like... Sure. I feel like the idea of, like, as soon as it starts to get, like, mainstream recognition, that it doesn't become indie is kind of bullshit, because... That's not necessarily no. what it's well, about. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. If anything, like, that's that's great for them if they got mainstream recognition in their indie title. You know, like they 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 did it essentially. Yeah. But like you've got um, I like it comes back around to like what I was saying about what we've been saying about like it, it's more of a style of game, more of a genre. Because like yeah. think of it like uh, the Oscars, right? Like you, they have a a category for best independent film, right? Or something like that. Um, yeah. And yeah. like that's, you know, like that's best independent film, not best indie film. Is that a good um, I'd, example? I, I'd agree. I, I mean, maybe, maybe. But like, I feel like, you know, like as I was kind of mentioning earlier, like I feel like in recent years, indie itself has just kind of been diluted just to become like a style and a trend maybe not necessarily a trend but like a like 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 more so like a type of game rather than like an actual definitive you know like classification for the circumstances under which it was made in yeah you know because like yeah go go i was gonna say there's certain differences between indian in an indie game that's like actually properly independent independently made and a and indie game where it's still got like you know a decent sized budget it's just got you know like an art style or a gameplay mechanic that I'll, isn't I'll you know another, mainstream or triple a enough to be I'll that throw out big, another yeah? example too um the the from the article the article mentions uh hellblade um which was developed by ninja theory with no, no external funding so ninja theory published their own game so hmm. by some definitions that makes Hellblade an indie game, but that's kind of weird because like Hellblade had a huge budget. Uh, the project involves hundreds of employees. Um, yeah. So that's like, but it's got like some weird experimental yeah. stuff with narrative. Yeah. So some people might still think, oh, but it's culturally, it's still got some indie yeah. stuff about it. Like yeah. that's where I would yeah, call that. An, that's where I'd call that an independent game. Like and also a triple a double A game. Yeah. The, the article the article you're reading also mentions PUBG, which also started off small and then turned into huge success. Then you know, like, do, 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 do you mean Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Battlegrounds Seb with the <laughs> recent rename? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good. I think at the end of the day, the word independent game or indie game is just it's just it's just vague. I don't think yeah. gamers we I think gamers we just go by what we see. 
Like if, if yeah. a game looks like a, a 2D art style kind of like retro looking game, we immediately just call it an indie game. Or hmm. uh, if we see anything that's like high quality, like textures are like high quality, I think people usually just call it a triple A game or a double A game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, well, like the high line quality is double blurring. A game. The line is blurring a lot more, but at the yeah. end of the day, I think I think it's one of those things where like it's so simple, we don't really think about it. We just we just go by what we see. It's like, oh, that game looks like an indie game, yeah. and we just call it an indie game. Yeah. Well, here's a question. Like, what about like uh, mini games, like games within games? Would you call like if a game, if like a big no. AAA game had mini games in it, would you call that like an indie game? No. You know, like maybe I like call it mini, I would just call it a mini game and a AAA game. Okay. I would call it a mini game. Yeah. That's what it is, a mini game. I mean, yeah, but also like the the size of the game, you know. Like I'm sure they had like a, I'm sure those mini games have like smaller teams within the big team that makes those. Yeah. Like all you know, like all the all the mini games in like Yakuza, you know. No, you're right. But hmm. I, I would say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, if you don't no. guys don't mind speaking of Yakuza. Wow. Um... Really. <laughs> yeah. I, even... I, I... <laughs> I saw it, but I wanted to. Never mind. Go on. Yeah, um, I I beat Yakuza Zero. Uh, I think on Monday or something. So just under a week Make ago. Sure you had no idea this is such a surprise to all of us. I, I know, I know. It's it's not like I've actively been posting in the chat. Dory, play more Yakuza Zero so I can I chat spoilers I'll get to with it. you. I gotta beat Mass Effect Three. I'm sorry. <laughs> about time someone else beat a Yakuza game. I mean, I look. I, me I and James think... were lonely over here. Y- Yakuza, Yakuza. I-, I think I'm officially a Yakuza fan at this stage, honestly. I'm, already, um, I'm only halfway through the game, and I'm already there with you, man. Although I won't lie yeah. to you, Zero is the best one, and it kind of started going a little downhill after Zero. And that's when I started with. Yeah. I don't think yeah. 1 and 2 are as good as Zero. I'm just going to be... You might have a different opinion, but I think Zero was better than 1 and 2. Look, uh, well, I... This is the I've... first time James has ever left. Can we just talk smack about it for a... <laughs> I've never I, seen I, James stand up from his seat before. I, I, ne- I never screen. realized he had a carpet. I never realized he had a carpet. Oh my! And a, and a bo- he has a books. He has, he books. has books. I think there's a Pokemon in the is background. That, is that the Lion? Yeah. Actually, I think it is the Lion, is the Lion King, King, or is that is that Lion King or Red Dead Redemption King, Two? We gotta ask him. We gotta ask him. <laughs> well, I think James is probably Red Dead Redemption. But... Uh, oh, uh, that nah, makes sense I, too. I mean, I was go- I was going to say though, like it, though? audio listeners are completely <laughs> out of that. the loop. Audio listeners are completely out of the loop here. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, what, watch the video version at this uh, time if you well, want to see what's watched, happening. You should have watched the video then. Give us the right. Should have had a V8. Oh, but um, oh god. Anyway, I, Mitch, I, tell I, us about Yakuza. Yes. What a great game. Okay, Yakuza. Yeah. yeah um, I feel like. Look, Yakuza is like what, like I think it's the perfect title for me in the like at least its main story in the point that it's like it's so, without sounding defamatory against the game, it's kind of like a Zack Snyder movie in the fact that it's so over the top and serious. You just can't help but like you know find it incredibly goofy, for all the right ways. I mean, you know, like granted, this one takes it a bit more you know let less seriously in that like it like it revels in the fact that it's over the top and that All it's right, James, dumb is your is your carpet is that is that is that lion king or is that red dead redemption we were we were confused about that <laughs> uh that's red dead redemption too. Uh, specifically, yeah. it is, everybody. it's actually uh red dead online 
technically. Wow. Oh, so it's the... <laughs> it's all over. Uh, I mean, to be fair, it, it's the online mode, so you know it doesn't deserve that that gracious of the of the treatment. Um, yeah. <laughs> but well, yeah, with... I, I totally agree with you, Mitch. Like I like Kiryu is you know the straight the straight guy um, in terms of like you know comedy. Mm. Like he's put the this absolutely serious man is put in these absolutely ridiculous situations and just to see how he will respond and like i love it ever like it's such a simple yeah. setup but there's a reason why this worked with like abbott and casello or so many other like straight man comedy routines like there's a reason Kiddo why we keep coming back to like <laughs> the, the ultra serious guy in a very ridiculous situation because it just oh, works. you guys it's don't, you guys don't even know when manji much like play the next games play the next game i've you look, don't even some know of the stuff like, i've seen of like yeah, I've look. I've I've bought Judgment and I've I, I actually just beat the first chapter of Judgment last night. And I'm about nice, four hours yeah. in. Um. So, but I'm also because here's the thing. I'm like, okay, I want to play Judgment because like it's on sale right now, and I want to you know get it at some point. But at the same time, I've had Yakuza like a dragon sitting on my shelf for, like the past like three to four months. Like I, I got the steel book for it. Okay, I'm here's here's what to do, right? Shelf. Here's what to do. Keep playing Judgment. Yeah. Keep playing Judgment. Yeah. Give Like a Dragon to me so I can play it. <laughs> I really want to play Like a Dragon as well. After I play Kiwami mm. 1 and 2, I'm probably just going into Like a Dragon. I, I don't think I can do well, 3 through 6. Yeah. No, the, the funny it's thing is, is that, like, I bought Like a Dragon first, and yeah. then... I'm like, actually, you know what? I'm 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 gonna play six. No, I'm gonna play zero first, for some reason. But like, I'm I'm glad I well, did. Well, I mean, technically, it, it is the perfect game to play first. That is what they're yeah for you to do. I yeah, definitely. I mean, like, well, the funny thing is that like I I I've seen some Yakuza fans online who like the thing that if you didn't start with the very first game on PS2, then you're not a real oh, fan. It's just the, the funniest <laughs> bullshit. Gatekeeping, you're, gatekeeping you're, nonsense. You're a phony. You're a phony. That's right. <laughs> you're a fake Yakuza fan. Well, he, I was he, there. Okay, I, was there when, I, I was there when it wasn't even in English. So, ha. Huh. <laughs> you speak Japanese? <laughs> I was there before the song. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I love the idea. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I know what was no, going on. I, I, I saw what people talking. I love the idea Sorry, that Sam James, doesn't speak up? Japanese. He's just saying they're playing the game, not knowing what's going on. Except <laughs> um, really. like good, good. That looks good. No, that's Great. actually how, how it's actually how I used to watch anime because like they used to have videos of anime mm -hmm. on it, like and there was no subtitles. So you basically, you, oh my god, you would just watch it. That, like no, that it's funny cool. though. That would I, just um, sound infuriating to me. Just like no, you don't know better. You know the movie. You know the movie *Inglorious Bastards*. Yeah. Yeah. So the first time I watched that, I, I won't say how I watched it, but I will say at the time I was <laughs> sailing the high seas, and um, I there were no subtitles, and you know how like half of it is in German or French or both. Oh God! Yeah. 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 Everything really. I like. I I thought it was like a stylistic choice to not. Have, like, I thought you weren't supposed to understand what they were saying. <laughs> So I watched most of that movie. You know what's funny? I'm just thinking I wasn't supposed to understand. You know what's funny? Some there's I've had that experience too. Was a movie that they're talking in a different language, and for some reason the subtitles wouldn't show up. And I was like, was this a style choice, or like, am I supposed? Because some of them sometimes like shows and stuff do that, where they don't like they have people talking a different language because they don't want you to understand. 
Yeah. The thing that annoys me is that, like, when, like, a movie or show does both, like, some scenes they'll have subtitles, other scenes they won't, and it's like, make up your minds! God! Yeah. Yeah. Is, I gotta <laughs> say, this is a great discussion, y'all. If only we had a podcast about movies, that'd be cool. If only. Mm. If only. Mm. Um, anyway, I was um, gonna say... How was the ending? God, no, I, no, I was gonna say... Sorry, hold, hold, hold oh, on. Uh, before, I was gonna okay, say, like, hold on. you should uh, get through Judgment... Because then, mm. when Judgment Two comes out, you can play that, and that is going to have that's Sonic what I was the Fighters thinking. in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! You know, I look. Uh, I, I honestly Mitch, am. If you if you if you, lo- if you uh, misplaced the sequel to Judgment, you would have lost Judgment. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> uh, but look, I, I I mean, quickly on Judgment. Last thing is that I think the English dub really does help it. Like as much as I do love the Japanese. Whoa, 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 whoa! English Excuse me. Dub. What are you? No one's playing Look, that game I... with subtitles. Come on. Place in Japan. Only like the like pretentious elitist fans play it in. Like it's the same with anime people who like look down on people who watch dubs most like most of the time. Like look, sometimes sometimes I need the English dub just to like you know make me like not lose my mind at the amount of reading I have to do. Exactly, that's the thing. Like I'm not playing. I'm not playing. I'm doing with the Hunter Hunter. I'm not playing fucking yeah. Yakuza to get a lesson in Japanese. I'm playing it to <laughs> kick back and relax. I don't want to. I don't want to read. You know. <laughs> Although, look, I, I will I mean... say that. Look to to tilt it back to like the tilt to, to tilt it back to Yakuza Zero. I think that like Japanese voice voice acting was great across the board. Like I don't think there was a, you know, like granted it is a different language, but you can still tell that like you know the acting prowess is there. You know, you know, like I, I, yeah, I for, for the most part, I don't think I really got, you know, found like a weak performance. Even though, like, you know, half the characters in the game that you mean, like side stories and on the street and stuff, are just, eh, and then it's just like you know, text yeah. crawling across the screen. Like they just have like sounds. Yeah, I find a lot of the the side quests in Yakuza Zero very charming, and like a lot of the characters mm. very endearing. And there's there's been more than a couple of times where I didn't actually expect the way that a side quest was going to end. And there's one where, like, this couple is obviously going to get married and, like, they're using, like, crossword puzzles and stuff like that. And, like, even though I knew where it was going, Mm. it was still, like, really sweet. And, like, I found it very wholesome and stuff. Like, Yakuza has those really nice (laughs) moments. I'm already a big Yakuza (laughs) fan, so. Look, speaking of unexpected side quests, have you... uh, Speaking of of, um, unexpected side... Oh, sorry, you go. I said you weren't there when it was on PS2, so you can't be a fan. Sorry. Oh my <laughs> That's <God>. right. <laughs> Which side um, quest uh, are you asking about, Mitch? I'm about 17 ha- hours and 18. Have Have you played the one where you buy the the lewd magazine for the for the kid? <laughs> I haven't done that, and I don't think I would do that. I feel like I no. wouldn't do that. <laughs> I feel Look, like there's I... several laws in place to to, to make me feel to oh, make me that that side. Out. That side quest was the weirdest thing because, like, look to to basically like you have the choice whether you actually buy the magazine for him or not in the end. Like, you, if the the game gives you the ch- the option to say, "Yeah, no, kid, I'm not buying this for you," like, are you out of your mind? But I, I, I look, I, I tell you, all my morbid story. curiosity got back to me, so I I, yeah. I ended up buying it for him and. It, Kiryu basically ended up saying, "Do like do not do do not open this." just hide it and never open it at all keep your innocence kid <laughs> I, remain when pure a, 
When I worked at a convenience store a few years ago, maybe more than a few years ago, this older guy was with this kid, and he had bought a magazine. Oh, and God. the kids started asking him questions about the magazine. And it was the most <laughs> awkward fucking thing ever. I, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he says, it's a good magazine to read while you're in the bathroom. Oh, and I oh was my God. Like, Dude, what the fuck? Why would you say that? <laughs> And that, there was a uh, line behind him, so other people were like audibly like scrunching their faces, like, "What the door. fuck is wrong with you?" What? <laughs> uh, anyway, that made me think about that, so I started busting out laughing, laughing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Yakuza, oh God, like, it, Yakuza like, has a lot of weird side quests. Uh, yeah, like you start, you've started playing Judgment. You said, right, Mitch? Yeah. Have you gotten to yeah. the one? with the uh the guy who hoards women's underwear <laughs> no i've heard of it but no i haven't got yeah, up to it yet i very bizarre <laughs> look th that may be bizarre but have have you played the cat fighting mini game in yakuza zero because jesus christ i i, I seen <laughs> i i think i saw um i think i'm i'm far enough into the game that i think i saw uh like uh yeah they they had just well, I, I think the game it. i think yeah I, yeah I think the game introduces it to you yeah yeah they yeah. introduced it and i said yeah no i'm never doing that oh that's yeah. right i just got the ability to like throw money in the air so i don't have yeah to that's stuff it. like that which is such that's a baller it. move i no i i i just enjoyed the combat in the game too much for me to pass up a fight honestly even if oh. it even if look even if the combat does get infuriating to the point where you just stun locked over and over again i still yeah. love the hell out of the combat in this game it's, the combat's well, great especially as majima i and i i will hold oh, yeah. by the way that majima's introduction i said this before but i'll say it again majima's introduction as a character is perhaps one of the best introductions to a video game character i've ever seen i, it was I just feel like so i'm phenomenal i feel like i'm the opposite because like i because my mindset at that point in the game was i was so into kiryu's story when we shifted yeah. to another character entirely i'm like god the it, like it was the actually I'm, I'm i'm not gonna say that in case it spoils it but it's it, it's a situation very much like a popular game from last year where it's like <laughs> oh god i don't care about this character i just want to get back to the main character or the, the, That's the how first I character. Oh, no. that introduction yeah. really 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 like turned um you know my my opinion on that like really fast you didn't care about yeah uh, absolutely you don't care about uh it's not only like a spoiler it's like he's on the cover uh, but oh wait wait they're no, he's talking about he's talking about spoiling the the game from last year or the year before. No, I, no he said he doesn't want to spoil Yakuza Zero. Like, they oh, the Yakuza. He's on the main no, cover. I said, no, 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 no. I said I don't I don't want to spoil the other game. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, that didn't bother me. But yeah, no, like I look, Majima grew on me very quickly. I think. Look, I didn't properly get into his character until maybe end of chapter four start of chapter seven the dance um, style combat alone is just amazing yeah i, like, I love that so much i, guess, I never I, guess, I never yeah. failed to use it you've seen nothing yet with Mad majima right? <laughs> he's the best character yeah all right grandmaster I, sensei thank you thank you for your look I, I i will say the thing like i was i'm really interested i or at least i was really interested in how they'd explain the transition from the Majima in this game to the Majima that, you know, is in future titles. Yeah, little child, I'm not, yeah. Yeah. I, 
I was going to say, like, I mean, I'm not even going to talk about that point, but I was just going to say, the ending of this game is really drawn out. Like, I was expecting the final cutscene to be long, and, like, you know, it was probably around, like, you know, the half an hour length that I thought it would be, but, dear God, like, at, at that point, like, I had work the next day, it was, like, getting to, like, 12, 12 a.m., 1 a.m., I'm like, just, yeah, literally, I'm just like, just end. Like, the fact that, and I, I, I was, like, I posted it to Twitter, but, like, I was so happy Judgment at autosave because, god damn, I, I have no idea how, like, even for a game made in, you know, technically 2015, how it still didn't have autosaving. That's yeah. just I found that I found that frustrating, to too. Yeah, uh, that was yeah. the struggle. That was a struggle for me at first because I wasn't using my controller wirelessly. I was yep. trying to hook it up to my... Uh, my pc and yeah whenever yeah. it would disconnect i the game would freeze and so if i hadn't saved like i lost two hours at one point and i yeah. legitimately oh God, yeah. like well, not I mean, go back to it but i'm glad in I its, did. in its defense the game is set in what the 70s 80s something like that. it's yeah. set in the 80s Look, and they didn't have all of them back back then. yeah you have to go to the phone booth yeah. Yeah. That is not, I mean, look, not I, fucking Superman 64, okay? I just, I'm, I, I'm so I, used I, to it that I always... I don't know. I, I, I'm, that doesn't bother me as much because I feel like I'm used to that style of gameplay, but... I, that's yeah, I, I, I will say that that restriction did force me to, you know, play for longer periods of time and not rage quit when I wanted to because I had to mm. save. And you know push forwards and like you know like play decent amounts because like you know there'd be segments in the game where like you wouldn't be able to like save like half an hour an hour at a time you know essentially so uh you know like it forced me to keep going for better or worse so tell me did uh mr shakedown beat your ass or did you beat him I, I avoided Mr. Shakedown at all costs. Like he, he, yeah, he, he the first the first two times I went up against him, he beat my ass, and I'm just like I lost everything. Yeah. Like I like at that point, I'd saved up like tons of like like yeah. millions in in yen, and I lost it all. And I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Oh, uh, this yeah. once, this That's once, people. I'm going to save real- scum. A real gamer beats him on the first drive, so sorry. <laughs> God a, a real Yakuza fan beats him on yeah, the first I, try. He's I, been I, with you on the PS2. Yeah, if, you, if you played it on the PS2, you would have beat him, but since, she, since you're a yeah. fake fan. That's right. You I, got I feel that like closing, closing in front of you, Mitch. Sorry. What you get, sorry. Yeah. 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 Look, I. do you know what chapter you're up to at the moment, Dory? I, I know that I think... Oh, I'm I'm with, I believe I'm with Majima, and I think mm. I'm no. I got I got a little past that. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't remember. It's been it's been okay. too long. I've been I've been really yeah. like trying to beat Mass Effect Three, so I don't I don't know where I am. Yeah, yeah. I will say like I I've said in the Discord before, which you can join by the way, um, that chapter 11 is probably my favorite in the game not like not so much for like what happens but like there's a certain thing or place that they introduce that like in the grand scheme of thing it's really inconsequential but i think the world building behind it is just like really freaking cool so yeah that's 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 pretty much it see thing with the yakuza series is it feels overwhelming if you have if you start just starting and you want to play all the games don't yeah look at it that way look at it as like a netflix show with like six seven seasons and like just mm. do like one chapter a week or one chapter a day 
and treat it as like a TV show because that's basically how that's, it's told. Because they're all in chapters. That's, ex- Every game that's exactly. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that's exactly how I treated it in like for the last yeah. week or so. Like I just got through like a chapter a night, and yeah. like it it helps that the that the chapters do shorten by the second half. Like you can yeah. get through them in like one two hours. I will say though, I completely like ignored the side stories for the most part for the second half. Like from like chapter nine onwards, I just did not interact with many of the side stories, just because like I. You know, like that you have the premium adventure thing, so you can you can go back, but it's like I, like I I figured that you know, like because the side stories would take up like you know upwards of like ten twenty minutes at a time, to the point where it's like at at a certain point I just like lose my momentum in the story and like my you know no, and whatnot. No. Most people don't. Most people don't play the side stories. Like the people do, like a little bit of them, but like after a while, mm. I don't think it's really designed for you to play every single one, unless you're one of those people no. who just likes to do everything. Uh, there's just too one much. Of those insane people who, there's yeah, there's way too much. That's there's, for like people that want to. That's for like the people that play like five games a year or something. Like just it's like want, they, one game for like months. Yeah, I saw there's like a hundred side stories. You know, yeah, like there's sixty much. for Kiryu and forty for Majima. Like, I'm like that's too much. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, they, they, they're I, I great. Up, I looked up how long to beat. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like so, they're great sub stories. Don't get me wrong. And like it's it's insane that you know like a developer can like pack like can pack that much content and have all of it be like really well written consistently yeah. for the most part. But yeah, yeah. like like I'm. <laughs> Like as much as I'd like to try and find the character named Walking Erection again, I I, I think I'm good on that front. <laughs> um, you know, but you know how uh the Yakuza games have sort of they've got spin-offs now and like they're going in different genres. Like they've got you know they're like turn-based now with Yakuza Seven. Yeah, you know, they're sort of branching off in all different directions at this point. Mm-hmm. Would you play like a, a Yakuza game that was VR? No. no no absolutely why not no oh i feel like it would be oh, like one right. of those youtube videos where where you get like a tour of like a japanese city or something like that you know one yeah of those no, no. And you get to <laughs> just, just, just really, along the just, way right just really majima chan just i was gonna say just majima majima why did i say majima chan just majima just like popping up in your face like kill your child you know <laughs> Yeah. Just in VR, I feel like I feel like that'd make it worth it. Yeah, that sounds no. great. If it was, and they no, could have fighting, it as like, that great. No, that's... yeah, they could have it like a no, launch title. For the... again. <laughs> they could have it like a launch title for the next gen PSVR. Mmm. Mm. Yeah. So, as uh, the subtle, uh, no, I'm not gonna say. Yeah. I'll ruin it. Uh, <laughs> you ruined it. You're just ruining all of the the segues. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna ruin every transition. From like I'm not, I was gonna this is gonna be my thing for the podcast. That's your really, your new I, title, I, uh, yeah. Seb the Segway Ruiner. Calls calls out all the transitions. Yeah. Um. Oh God. So if you guys didn't know, uh, we officially got information on PSVR two. It's it's hmm. about damn time. And what's what I'm happy about is that Sony is not giving up on VR because VR is not going anywhere. It's and it's not like hmm. mainstream popular, but definitely has a strong audience. A niche audience. Yeah. So you're saying but it's, the, it's VR there. is in any it's game, right? That's what you're saying. It, oh god. <laughs> actually, yeah. Actually, I would consider it VR, except for uh, Half Life Alex. That it's a triple A game. 
Yeah, that's like oh, the only VR. That's one of the few VR games that's on like triple A budget. Like that game's more for realistic for, yeah. than most games that come out. The physics, yeah. and obviously the Xbox Connect, uh, uh, Star Wars video, game, uh, not an indie game. <laughs> so I've seen people say like VR is like gimmicky. It has no audience. Like why are people focusing on it? No, Half Life Half Life Alex has shown that it's here to stay, and that you can make a quality game. Even Resident Evil Seven, quality triple A game VR. I would love yep. to see Resident Evil Eight in VR. So PlayStation's yeah. not, Sony's not giving up on VR. They're actually we're getting a second, we're getting a PSVR two. It is, it does have HDR, which is which, which if you didn't know, if you I don't, none of you guys play VR or PSVR, you can't use HDR on the old VR set. So if you have an HDR television, you you can't you have to turn that off to use the VR with your PS five. And it's a real pain mm-hmm. in the ass, and it ruins the quality of the game. And you basically can't enjoy your games unless you like unplug the wire or go in the settings. It's a pain in the ass to switch back and forth. So, if, so this one does have HDR OLED. So, the uh, resolution is two thousand by two thousand forty per eye, which is good. Because um, you know Sony's uh, PSVR is the most popular headset, or it was. I don't know if it, it might have got lapsed now. I'm not sure. But, it, but the good thing about PSVR is that it's uh, it's it's, it's like cheap, like, I'm like it's not cheap like you know it's three hundred dollars, but it's cheap in the grand and and compared to the other headsets, like the Valve Index is a thousand dollars, and the Quest hmm. is like four five hundred I think, or six hundred. So sounds, sounds yeah. about right, yeah. Yeah, the Valve Index is a thousand dollars, which is a lot of money. I don't, and that's a lot. You have to be really hardcore to spend a thousand dollars on a VR headset. Yeah, I uh, got. I really like the thing is as well. I feel like I, if I want to play Half Life Alex, um, mm-hmm. I feel like I need like I need the Valve headset because it has the finger tracking on the controllers. Yeah. Um, but it's just not feasible. Not for one game, definitely. Yeah. Um, I played. I played it with the Quest and just plugged it in a wire into my computer. Yeah, like well, I'm gonna, I've, still is good. I've already bought the game. I'm just gonna borrow my mate's VR headset because just for, yeah. I just want to play that one game. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, that game is fantastic. If not for The Last of Us Part Two, it could have been my game game of the year last year. Mm. Did it come out last year? Yeah, yeah. No, it was the year before. No, it was last year. It... It, I I know it was last year because Marvel um, ruined our top ten by having The Last <laughs> oh, of Us right, Part right, Two right, as right. number one because of Blast. Uh, I thought. Of Alex. <laughs> It, yeah, yeah, it was last year. Yeah, it feels, it's just something about it feels like it was like late 2019, like really late. Yeah, I keep thinking it was summer it, of 2019. Yeah, instead it, was, of, uh, it came out in March of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game is just whew, incredible. Um. So anyway, so PlayStation's doing their own. Uh, they're doing the second one, and uh, they're doing Dual Sense support on the controllers. They kind of theirs kind of looks like the uh, Valve ones, I think. Um. That's the style now with the little, was it like a hoop kind of like grip thing? I don't know what it looks like. Give me a, is it going to help me or what does it look like to you? Like it just looks, it looks like a handle. It looks like that other VR controller. Yeah. They're kind of doing, everybody's kind of doing the same style now. Yeah. I feel like we've hit a standard. Like this is the, because you know how all modern video game controllers are the same, roughly the same shape. Like we don't have any N64 controllers i mean they all things they all have the x in a different different spot on the controller but yeah, yeah but yeah generally the shape is the same that feels like what I we're mean, at with vr now 
To be fair though, it, like I'm happy that PlayStation what didn't just go you know the lazy route again and just like just reuse yeah. the PlayStation Move controllers because yeah, yeah, the ones, yeah, yeah. like yeah like they actually have proper you know grips they've got you know analog sticks triggers like all that stuff yeah like it, it's it so and easy. the fact that yeah like you know like it was like it was a smart resourceful move absolutely but it definitely felt like you know like they they just sort of aired out their dirty laundry and went hey you know we can reuse this so you know why not yeah and then the price but, of the damn things shot way up again yeah so like unless which you is... had some lying around oof mm. $300 which is it was only $100 cheaper than the PS4 itself so that's a price it was pretty pricey but like i said yeah it's pricey but it, but in the grand scheme of like VR set headset prices it's on the lower end side it's yeah. supposed to be, it's yeah. it's accessible it's meant to be accessible like people were comparing PSVR to like the index and it's like it's you're not it's that's like comparing like like a Nokia phone to like iPhone 13 like it's not the point of those phones like it's people that want to spend the premium dollar and get the premium quality it's like comparing consoles to a high end PC like people that spend two thousand, three thousand dollars on their PC, obviously you're gonna get better performance. I mean, that's the point, right? Yeah. But they spend three thousand dollars. You buy a console, you get four hundred dollars, four five hundred dollars. You get like a uh, something that you're guaranteed to work. Yeah. Ninety yeah. percent of the time, you know. Yeah. It's accessible. Exactly. It's accessible. You put the disc in, it works. PC, you have to do all these drivers, update your drivers. You know, it's a Bloody pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes for whatever reason, your your game doesn't want to work on your PC. Like I don't know what it is. Trouble, like that's, that's that? the troubleshooting that's that's just pain in a nutshell part of it so yeah. you can have and a 3090 that's that's why I, like i've always preferred and you know i'm not i'm not hating on pc gaming or whatever i yeah, play yakuza yeah. zero on pc all right don't yeah. don't at me but it's a preference. like i prefer like playing on the console i've almost never had troubleshoot on a console as opposed to pc and i've had way too many situations where i've had to spend hours just trying to troubleshoot um games to get them to work and yeah i will it, say though, even on a gaming laptop i've had that i will say that moment when you finally figure it out and get it to work if you manage to figure it out and get it to work is just yeah. the best it's it, it, it is a great mm. it is a great feeling i had that recently when i was this is not a segue uh i had that recently <laughs> when i was uh when i was trying to finish uh backbone uh and when it finally worked mostly due to an update from the devs um i was very happy about that yeah so so this one has a uh, 110 degree field of view, which is 10 degrees better than the uh, original VR. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Still not as great as the band 98 degrees, though. And it's around 20 better than the slightly scuba mask Oculus Quest 2. So it, it's an improvement on an older headset, obviously. Yeah. Um, do, do, do we know? Do we know if? Because I I know one of the biggest problems I have with the current VR is the bezels on the actual you know like in inside yeah. inner display itself. Because, like you know, the field of view is great and all, but like the fact that like the bezels like it's because you look at like from the outside you think oh okay you know you've got a decent you know amount of vision there but like really it's only like about like takes up about like a half like a third even of the actual area there. So I. Have they given any word of that? Do you know or? No, I, I don't see anything on that. Damn, yeah, but like, I mean, you know, either way, yeah. What else is there? Uh, I just saw something. I lost it. Oh, oh. Da, da, da. So this second. is coming to the PS5. 
Oh yeah, it's coming. It comes out early next year. See, I that? swear to God, if they finally bring back Resistance, but it's as a VR game, I will be furious. Happy? And I'll and I'll, and I'll happily play it. I'll play yeah. it. I will play, I'll, I'll buy. Impression on the podcast. I'll buy. I have have VR headset to play it, but I won't be happy about it. A yeah. strongly worded letter is coming your way, Sony. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Watch out for that. that. I can actually know? see that happening. Jim Ryan can it's... expect a knock on his door from the postman with my letter. That's right. So this is especially this if is... there's no photo mode. <laughs> this is so there's eye tracking capability. So that's a pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. That's really cool. I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but I'm curious. Uh, They're going to start tracking um, the stats of what users are looking at in all their games. And so when uh, people look at the loot boxes, they're going to be like, yeah. (laughs) There'll be cheers in the Sony offices. It's going to be a $20 (laughs) pop pop up. Buy this. And then you 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 accidentally look over the uh, buy now button and <laughs> it buys like, it because yeah. <laughs> your eyes went over <laughs> yeah but um so like i haven't been able to play vr in a while because like i said the ps5 i don't have a ps4 anymore and ps vr just does not work with ps5 that well so i haven't been able to play like iron man yet which i've been really wanting to play i haven't been able to play mm. blood and truth yet i have blood and truth and i can't yeah. even play it. i started playing blood and truth uh ages ago didn't finish yeah. it but i did enjoy it i was enjoying it uh, yeah, just, like what, what's that game? It's uh, it's this game from London Studio. Um, yeah, it, they're the, they're the same guys who like were behind that um. Eight like, days. Uh, yeah. Oh, are they? Oh wait, no. I'm I'm thinking of. Um, I think they were what, making like, eight days. It's not 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 eight it, days. It, it uh, did yeah, Heist. I was thinking of a different game. Oh, yeah. London Heist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which was that London. VR game? Um, it's basically the London Heist, but as a full game. You yeah, remember yeah. the London Heist? It was that VR game that was part of that sort of VR demo package. Yep. yep. Yeah. I played. I beat it. I. Yeah. That was incredible too. Like VR. Yeah. Uh, you guys. I, I don't know Never if you guys are really a VR, VR game in my life. Just, just for the record. So. Like, oh, you're missing out. It's easy to. That's. <laughs> <laughs> See, I look. When it becomes heard, more affordable. I've heard mixed opinions, but honestly, VR blows me away. I played a lot of games in my life. Like, yeah. Your brain really thinks you're there. It like, does. I remember that. Look, look yeah, it's incredibly immersive, but it's far too much effort to have to put that headset on and no, set you... everything up every time you want no, to play. I'm with you. That was the one problem. That was one of the big problems with the PSVR. There was like 30 wires, and you had, you needed a college, to, you needed like a PhD to set it up. Uh, that was a big problem. Like like the Oculus, it's one wire. Plug it in, done. Yeah, or that seems easier. Or you can do wireless. Yeah. Also, the other um, thing as well is like. Yeah. Your only options for playing VR are standing up or sitting on like a, a stool. Like you, you can't like you need space around you, so you can't just sit on the couch. So it's not comfortable yeah. playing VR. Yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have this you're gonna have at least six feet around you uh, yeah. from your ditch television. But if but if people say that VR is not fun and they haven't played Beat Saber yet, Beat Saber is one of the funnest games I ever played in my life. Like it's so fun to play. Like, cause you, Honestly, Beat Saber is so popular. Or... Like, it's so popular. Like, when I think about VR, I think about Beat Saber. I've never yeah, even played so it. But yeah. And like, like I said, Half Life Alex is like you can't replicate that kind of gameplay in a regular game. Like, it's the physics, 
the way you grab things, the way you can catch something. It's there's no other genre that can be that can do that style. And um, so VR is here mm-hmm. to stay. All the people. My only thing is try it for yourself because because you, it's easy because you can't. There's just no way to. There's just no way you can like, words can't capture like how immersive it can be. But some people just can't do it because they have really they get motion sick really easily, and that's okay. But it, yeah. but if it, so, you only you can know yourself how you uh, can handle it and stuff. But um, only you can stop VR fires. So tr- <laughs> try it out. Like don't dismiss it. Like oh, it's just a gimmick. Because people do that a lot. Yeah. Don't do that. Like it's not. Uh, it's not I... just a gimmick, but it's not um replacing it's not not replacing video games on a screen like everyone thought it was going to five years ago yeah yeah no that could still happen maybe like 30 40 years from now but Uh, i don't know i don't know know. it's hard to say because technology just gets so good like so fast so but uh for now for now it's not going anywhere i mean it's not it's not going to replace traditional gaming but it's i think it has uh, i think ar is the future Mm -hmm. the thing is i the, the, the truth is i don't think anything is ever going to replace uh, TV entertainment on a screen? Yeah, I agree. If but anything, I, the sub yeah. I like VR as a supplement. It yes, will yeah. continue to gain popularity, and AR is another one of those yeah. things that's going to blow up. I agree. It's like, it's if, like a vitamin. Take your vitamins. Take your VR. If, <laughs> if anything, uh, I think the near future are the big game, monumental game changer in our in our industry in the next 10, 15 years is going to be cloud gaming. Like we're not, we're it's, it's getting big now, but it's not there yet with the latency yeah. and all that. I think in like five, ten years, that's going to be like phenomenal. It's going to be like you can just switch to your phone like that, and like yeah. you don't even see the difference. Well, the, I the, think that's the future. But that's the thing I'm curious concept. is like, you know how Nintendo is so like behind the times with everything. Like they don't, they're stuck in the past. Do you think they'll ever invest in something like VR? Or hmm. uh, well, they kind of already they, they do have a VR headset and cardboard. The, but... Yeah, that's not is that though? That's, that's not really. Not really but no, no, I don't. You know, think like, so. do you think like we'll ever see Nintendo like a like a Yoshi's Nintendo like a, a Yoshi's VR oh, world I hate or the something way you like said that. that? Yeah, why do you say it that way? Did you say it on purpose or you just how you Yoshi. say it? No, what? Yoshi. How do you say it? Yoshi. 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 Okay, what sounds like he's saying Josh. Josh. <laughs> I just read it how it looks, yeah, man. I, I mean, VR is cool, but, like, you don't get to play as a dinosaur who can, like, literally eat, like, uh, like people and then, like, shoot out eggs. You do, well, Steph's there's like, probably some so There's probably some game that lets you do that. I Probably, but I, I haven't played it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. This is, this is our incredibly I mean, Dreams has uh, Dreams has VR support now, so somebody probably has made that. But That's true. Uh, but until somebody makes that, uh, you can play uh, Yoshi's Crafted World instead, which I played today with my partner, who I'm pointing to behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I be, I be we, played, we played about an hour of it. Uh, Seb is a pro gamer, so of course he's already played it. And he's already beaten it, yeah. He's out here bragging. Seb, usual. did you play it? Did you do two-player with it, or just do play by yourself? Both. I did both. I beat it, I beat oh, it on wow. my own, but I, I did play both, yeah. Wow, okay. Expert gamer. Did you find it like, like so? One thing I've I've found with this. Oh, first off is like it's really cute. Like at like like a lot of Nintendo games, um, like Luigi's Mansion Three. It's, it's I found game. it's very, it, yeah, it's game. very cute. It's very charming. Um, you know, very easy to get into. Um, mm-hmm. I think one of the issues I've had, my, me and my partner today had a lot, is that the one Yoshi would jump 
and then just immediately like land on the other Yoshi. And there's just like it's very finicky, like it, and you you can't move past each other either while you're trying to like walk past each other. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I found some of the controls a little finicky and annoying, but like nothing huge, like nothing like no. oh, you know game breaking or frustrating or like oh I want to stop playing this. Just like a little yeah. like ah uh, I wish it wasn't that easy for one Yoshi to get on the back of another Yoshi, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, thing with that game is it's just incredibly easy. Like it's very yeah. easy. Like it's for kids. It's, it's yeah, very I, easy. Yeah. I played the demo for mm-hmm. it, and I, I was like, "Wow, this is easy." Yeah, and I, and uh, I don't, yeah. I don't mean like in the like, oh, Nintendo games are all for kids. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, like that game is legitimately made for like children, but it's, yes. but, but, but but in a fun way. But in a fun way, like it's fun. Yeah. Like the Nintendo games are made for kids, but they can be damn cha- like damn oh, yeah. hard. They can be super hard. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. Uh, there are <laughs> two modes in the game as well. So there's like a um a basically like a relaxing mode where you can't ever die, and then I don't know some other some other features. Uh, and then there's yep. classic mode, which Kim and I chose, which is the one for real gamers, uh, where you take your Yoshi and you start massacring people and you take on these big bosses with huge health bars. Uh, anyway, uh, so it's uh, it's great. Uh, but yeah, I, I played about like an hour and a half, maybe maybe a little less of it today uh, with Kim, and we had a really good time. Um, and it, it's just like a really cute, fun game. Uh, it's nothing like super stressful um like i said controls can be a little finicky they they have all these like things you can collect in the nintendo game so you know you have like the sunflowers from yoshi's island that you can collect uh yeah, and yeah. then you have uh the red coins and then like various other things that you can yeah. collect and you go back to levels and yeah, get yeah. other things that you missed yeah because you're because the game kind of forces you to collect because you can't move on to certain spots yeah. well but it's so easy to collect them it's like it's not even a it's not even a big cost at all yeah that's not like the main focus of the game because if you just run through the game, you can beat the game in like four or five hours. So the yeah. main main crux of the crux crux uh, crux of the game is is to uh, collect everything because to extend yeah. to extend the gameplay. My only my I do problem appreciate. With... Yeah, oh yeah, go ahead. I was say my problem with that game is just the fact that it was sixty dollars. Like that was my problem that's, with that's that. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Did I think I it? think Kim and I Over split it? it, although I don't. Really remember if we well, split it or know, not. That's so the Nintendo tax, right? Yeah, Nintendo yeah, switch is, tax. Switch yeah. tax. It's ridiculous. Like this is this is not a sixty dollar game. This is a thirty dollar oh. game. Mm-hmm. I would buy, but I would not buy it for sixty. Yeah. Yep. Um, Your Nintendo tax dollars at work. That's right. You know, I where's where's my roads, Nintendo? Where are my freaking roads? <laughs> Nintendo did this like cool thing. Uh, I don't know why they got rid of it in North America. They still do it in Japan. Where you can buy two, you can buy vouchers, you, like you can buy like two of them for like uh, one hundred and twenty dollars or whatever. As, uh, use them and you can cash them in to buy a game digitally. Um, right. And if you, you you work the system, you can get like two games for like ninety dollars and save like th- save like thirty dollars plus tax and all that. And they got they only did it for like a few months in North America and then just got rid of it. Like so, I I bought that game. I spent like three hundred dollars just getting like. Or two some, I bought like two hundred something dollars, getting like six or seven games with that voucher system, and I used one of the vouchers to buy the Yoshi game. Like it was such a cool system. I don't know why they got rid of that. You guys, you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. Not really. I had never heard it, of it. But I, I imagine think still... some. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I imagine some people like took advantage of it, or or something, or maybe Nintendo just didn't feel like upkeeping its yeah infrastructure, which is definitely yeah. not a Nintendo thing which at all. Which is weird because I think they still do it in Europe or in, in Japan. I like North America. 
I like the gold points that they have on the Nintendo eShop, yeah. which you can also yeah, I like that too. which you can also get if you um, from cartridges as well, like physical games. You can redeem gold points from those, and it's, it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's nice that it works out at like one gold point equals one penny, one to one, which is nice. I get yeah. a little better like sometimes like you you spend a lot of money and you only get like two dollars yeah whatever. that's still better than uh the system the steam has where like yeah. you buy stuff and they give you steam points or whatever which you can't use to buy games you use them to buy like avatars and stuff which nobody mm-hmm. cares about yeah it's completely lame yeah. I, i've never i literally have never used steam points you yeah. know it, it feels great when i had some gold coins um like uh saved saved up for when i bought hades so i ended up buying it for like less than 20 bucks and i put in oh you know hey it's another podcast where dory talks about hades um (laughs) but i put in like over 70 hours in that flipping game that's all i'm gonna say i just want to say it's it's great when you're buying those indie games or indie games uh those those smaller games that are don't cost as much at the end of the year i want to make a montage of every time you've said hades on this podcast please do it'll be like an hour long it would be yeah <laughs> but um what was i gonna say but i think sony i think sony's done the uh point system the best like uh because you, you guys all buy digital a lot right on playstation yeah oh yeah anymore but dory and i have the advantage because we like we can do like the i don't does, does sony rewards work in uh europe and australia we don't get anything like that Sony rewards no no so wait wait uh, what was the question say that again sorry do we get sony rewards the website sony rewards no no okay so how at it least, works at least here we don't. yeah yeah so uh they got rid of this but, but they, they still have this uh, system that um I, like i have a playstation credit card like a credit like a legit from a bank it has like kratos on it you can customize it however you want you make a purchase and you get like points for every amount of dollars you spend right and you, mm. and it, it really you, you, if you buy a lot of games like I do, you can all of a sudden have like twenty dollars in your wallet, and it comes in handy in the clutch, like when you really want to get a new game and you and you get twenty dollars it off. Yeah. Like you don't think about it, but all of a sudden you have like ten thousand points, and you can cash it in for like ten dollars off. That ten dollars off yeah. is like ten dollars off like a fifteen twenty dollar game. All of a sudden, you, it doesn't the game doesn't feel as like, like you overpaid anymore. You know what I mean? It really comes so now, in now I want a card with Sora on it. I'm absolutely convinced that that's something I have to do with my life now. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a, it's not like a, is it a credit card or is it like a, de- a debit card or what is it? No, it's a credit card. Oh, it's a credit it, card. Okay. Uh, what was that? What was that thing? I saw this thing on Twitter like a, like years ago where somebody wanted to have a picture of some celebrity on their uh, credit card, but like the bank told them that they had to get permission. So they actually like reached out to this library on Twitter and they were like, "Yeah, go ahead." And then they got the credit card. Amazing. I, I don't, I, I don't have you, have you all seen like. the one where they um, they laminated their card so it looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh card, um, and so oh, the cool. caption is something like, "You know, every time I every time I pay someone, I send them to the Shadow Realm or something like that." <laughs> That's what's <laughs> cool. But um, the problem with that card is it has a high interest rate, high APR, and all that. It's like twenty five percent. So I, I will say I have a low interest rate as far as credit cards are concerned. I don't. Hey, really like like I have a high credit score, and I I use credit cards a lot. And um, yeah, for that card, you want to pay it off. Don't let it like don't spend five hundred dollars and then have it sit there with interest because they'll yeah. charge. Yeah. You'll be paying. I, I'm a big, I feel like I'm a we big should. Fan um, of Hamlet, you know, big I fan of like... Hamlet. Never, never a borrower lender be. So you know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. we should say. Uh, 
that we this is not sound financial advice. Uh, don't <laughs> don't listen to us. Um, yeah, that's right. Well, listen to me because I'm. I have a, <laughs> My credit score is really high, so I know how to. He's work a the teacher, system. everybody. He teaches He's, people. Yeah. No, you know? I, I actually know how to work the credit system. It's it. If you if you as long as you pay it off, you're good. Don't let it linger. Like people do is they. Uh, I don't want to get another lecture, but people what people do is they think, oh, I have four thousand dollars on my card, so they spend four thousand dollars. That's not the way it works. You're only supposed to use ten percent of your mm. card. So if it's four thousand dollars, only use four hundred, and and your credit score your credit score will be high. But people, what people do is they max it out, and then they're four thousand dollars in debt, and then the interest stacks up. And all of a sudden, they're paying ten thousand dollars. That's how people get in debt. So I don't know how that works in Europe and Australia, but that's how it works here. Yeah. So if you pay it off, buy a sixty dollars game, at the end of the month, pay it off. So credit cards are great if you know how to work the system, but most people are stupid. So that's just how. It yeah, I, I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's the most same people here. are stupid. They just get caught up in it. I think they get caught up in like being able to pay, not spend any money on stuff. So I don't. Okay, think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's ignorance, and the bank, the banks, the banks, the take banks advantage on that. of, of yeah. that ignorance of the system. Yeah. Mitch, what were we gonna say? No, I was gonna say like it's pretty much the same here. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 But anyway, um, and also Microsoft does a point system great. If you, if you guys ever mess with that, like if you go on Game Pass every day, you get points. We don't, we don't have that either. They don't give that stuff what? to us. You don't get it that? Sucks. Like, I've, Game, I've, Game I've Pass got the quest. You don't get that? Yeah, I've got the, we've got the quests here. You don't get that, like, James? What, as far what, as I'm aware, actually... we don't get that. That's dumb. What, what are we actually, what what are they actually good for, though, is the thing so, I, I. Uh, so this is what I do. I use, I use Bing. I don't use Google anymore. I use Bing on purpose when I search because yeah. it's the same system, the same mm-hmm. amount of points. So if you use Bing, you get points for every time you search something. And that uses the same uh, point system yeah. as the Xbox. So if you have 12,000 points, you can cash that in and get, get Game Pass for free every month. So you would never, so you don't have to pay for Game Pass anymore if you if you get 12,000 points in a month. And like if you're like me where I'm on the internet a lot and I'm always searching something uh, and I use Game Pass, not a lot but i use it enough to get that points i don't always have enough at the end of the month but i have enough to like to get the, maybe the second month for free you know what i mean so it oh. saves me a bit of money but you can also yeah. buy like other stuff with it but i think but other stuff costs too much points you can do like sweepstakes yeah. and sweepstakes don't waste your points on sweepstakes it's basically the same thing as sony's i just think sony does it the best um mm. and, and another good thing that sony used to do is used to get tro- used to get points for trophies if you get if you oh, got 10 yeah. platinums you would get like thousands of points and that would turn in like $20. So every 10 platinum, it was like $20. Well, mm. But the problem with that is because there's a lot of trophy whores that like me that like, they'll get like, um, they'll buy the, they'll buy a game and they'll get a PS3, a PS4 and a Vita version of that game. Now PS5. Mm. And then, and then, and then they'll buy that game like for four different regions and they'll get the, and they'll get the platinum in that game six times in every region. So all of a sudden one game gives you like 20 platinums. And it's like, and it's yeah. usually like a five minute platinum. So they exploit the system. So that's why they got rid of it. They, um, people that were getting like way too easy platinums were getting like $20, $20, $20, $20. So oh, it was, it was a really cool concept to getting rewarded for your trophy hunting. But yes, yeah, the people that like buy the 15 cent platinums, like me, uh, <laughs> ruined it for everybody. So, <laughs> but Sony, so Sony did the best uh, point system. I really like that idea. It gives you something to so, work. So towards. what Sev is saying yeah. is he's, he's a financial monster and part of the problem. But you should yeah. also ask him for advice. I should be stopped. Yes. Yes. Well, the good thing yes. about that stuff as well is like it gets more people to 
keep playing. Like it's all about exactly. player retention. Yeah, the Game Pass one is really cool. I really like it. Um, but yeah, we were yeah talking about Yoshi's Crafted World, right? Did we we go off top? <laughs> oh I didn't really have that much to say about it. I just want to say it's a cute, charming little game, uh, very accessible. Um, yeah. Music is music is nice. Uh, you can play it two player. Uh, Kim and I were like, well, are we gonna trade it by like level or trade it by death? And then we started it and we were like, oh, it has two player. That's great. So. That's a very nice like thing about it, because like we were considering like, oh, maybe if one of us dies, or if we if we get through a level and then we, uh, you know, we're good. And yeah, it, none of it's been like super challenging. I've I've definitely there's been a couple of times where we have to go like, oh duh, like we're overthinking this, like we're like, oh this must be some huge puzzle and we've got to hit the right thing, and it's like no, just yeah. like throw an egg and usually so, you're gonna be fine. What made yeah. you wanna? buy it like what made you like see yoshi and, like, I uh, so this play was just it. a cute game that that my partner really wanted to play and so i was into trying it with her um we're probably gonna get uh kirby's yarn or whatever the heck that's called um, is that on switch i thought that was on switch but it might not you be mean kirby might... all-stars maybe maybe it's an older game but yeah. um but yeah we wanted to like a cute little accessible game we're gonna play um a short hike after this and then uh maybe some maybe some other other stuff like that but yeah i've just it's just nice to take a break from like you know mass effect 3 where like you know i'm killing everything in sight to like yoshi where i'm still killing everything in sight but with nice mellow music so yeah. it's very different if you and your partner are looking for like fun platformer games that nintendo wish like if you play donkey kong tropical tropical freeze yet or... yeah, i thought i keep thinking about buying tropical freeze it's really hard though. i just i don't mind. i don't yeah that's the thing is like i've heard it's very difficult and like mm -hmm. she's not into tough platformers neither am i to be honest yeah it's hard um <laughs> So yeah, I, I've heard they they added a new mode for the uh, improved they version, yeah. like a like a uh, cranky version or something like that. I yeah, can't what it's called. yeah, you play as like a surfer guy, and he can like his like surfboard can like hover over like obstacles. You can kind of skip oh, a lot of right. the hazards, but even then, yeah. it's still it's, it's still hard. Yeah, uh, yeah. So really not really for me. I'm not much of a platformer. I, I'm really just doing Yoshi because it's cute and. Kim wanted to play it, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I've uh, this got good reviews. You know, I'm 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 interested, but you know, we went half season on it, so I I think I only spent thirty bucks on it, so it wasn't yeah. as big of a deal." I, I do recommend you yeah. guys play uh, Super Mario 3D World, two player. Mm -hmm. Like that'd be that's fine. I was thinking about that. I I was trying to see if she would be interested in that, but yeah, we'll we'll get through a short hike and then we'll see what she's into. We we yeah. we were also thinking about Origami King at some point. Um, and I'm playing that right now. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. It's like a Yakuza game because a lot of the games. Yeah, is like, I've heard it. I've heard the writing's up. incredible and the gameplay is just okay. Yeah, exactly. The, yeah. But the writing's really fun. Like it's really funny. Yeah, and the writing's supposed to be really strong, and then everything yeah, else is kind of like, yeah, it's fine. And yeah. some people, I guess, really prefer it. But yeah, most people are like, still wish Mario RPGs were a thousand year door or whatever. So yeah, 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 <laughs> yep. Um, do you guys want to just call it there? What? It's almost eight thirty. No, yeah. my, I got, Seb, do you want to do your multiplayer thing? Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. We can do that. I don't think this will go super long. Okay, sure. Five hours later. <laughs> so uh, the last topic of the night is uh, like so mine. So I, I the nostalgic uh, topic that we did last topics that we did last week went really well. Uh, so I wanted to go for another one this week. So I'm curious what everybody's introduction to multiplayer games was. Like, what's your first memory on a like a console or PC of first time you played like either local 
actually do both local and then when you and then when you played online for the first time so we'll start with yeah. local what's the what's your first experience playing local multiplayer i mean mine was you know seeing as i had brothers growing up mine was absolutely the lego games with the mm-hmm. two player there um I mean, I I was gonna say mostly like I want to say like Lego Batman. The the first one was my first, um, but yeah, like you know, like I, seeing as I was the older brother, I was you know, and I was a bit of a shit kid. I'd I'd be insistent that okay, I always have to be player one. I always have to be taking the lead for everything. You know, yada 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 it's yada. Circle of life. That's how it goes. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. God, I was God, I was a pain in the ass. But um, yeah. But essentially, it was the Lego games. Funnily enough, the the another one I remember is the um, God, this is gonna sound weird. The Green Lantern game that they had to tie in with wow. the Ryan Reynolds movie. I yeah, I beat that. Yeah, I, got the, I actually got the platinum in that. Oh my god! I I'm so look, I, I love I when even... Sam says, "Wow, that game sucked." Also, I got the platinum. I love when you say that. <laughs> I have a lot of that. Oh, yeah. I just hated every second of it. Got the platinum. I have the platinum in that Johnny Depp movie where he was a gecko, Ringo. Rango. I have, the, I have Rango? the platinum in that. Rango. Yeah, I have a platinum I in that. Game out of I have that. A, I have a plan. I have the platinum in ma- ma- Master ma- Master. Was it Mega Mind? Oh yeah, my god, they made a game out of that too. I have a platinum in Puss in Boots. So don't. Never mind. I'm gonna off topic. Jesus yeah. Christ, dude! No. Yeah. Seb's got a problem. Now. We already knew that. Um. Yes. Yeah. I will say for local stuff. Uh. I don't know. I'm tempted to say it was maybe Mario Kart on the 64. Maybe I was playing with some, um, with like a relative. But like my fondest memories are definitely like playing with my with my cousin, technically step cousin, uh, Michael. And we would play, we played Digimon Rumble Arena. That was like one of my first introductions to like how cool Loki mm-hmm. local multiplayer was. We did uh, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit. Um, we did like, we traded like controllers for a couple single player games. Yeah, that, that, those are like my best memories, early memories with local um, multiplayer, especially Digimon Rumble Arena, which was just such a, a huge game for both of us. We loved the heck out of that game. That was a fun game. Yeah. Um, for me, the first one was uh, Gran Turismo, I think, the original. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, played uh, that quite a bit with my uh, with my dad and my sister, um, mm-hmm. just local multiplayer. Um, mm-hmm. I th- mm-hmm. God, other than that, um, Scooby Doo Night of a Hundred Frights. So I remember having a. I don't think that, I don't think that was local co op. I think I just had a friend over to like just play that with. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the um. Oops, if I can interrupt, I know the the cyber chase game, which scared the <laughs> hell out of me as a kid as well. Like that that cyber ghost thing. Um, yeah, no, I, cyber, I like that movie. Yeah, that movie based movie. on the movie where they where they're stuck in the video game. Seb. Yeah, that was fun. I, I was one of yeah, But the, like, if you if you. If you go back and watch like the opening, there's like this opening cutscene of the PS1 game where like it's a black screen and then that cyber ghost just sort of pops out of nowhere and it's just like that 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 cutscene scared the hell out of me as a kid. Not and then mention, he, like, like he starts to... talking about the fact that you've been playing like Super Mario Sunshine lately. I thought that was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I, oh my god, actually, I just realized the, the similarities between him, that, that character there, and Psychomantis. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, anyways, anyways, um, Psychomantis and Scooby-Doo, what's new? <laughs> <laughs> what's new, Psychomantis? <laughs> oh, god. God, when Blink-182 did that, that theme song, what a pop. Yeah, anyway, Seth, uh, what's your answer? Uh, well, hang on, I'm not done yet. Uh, oh, right. done. James, no, ahead. Mitch interrupted me. Um, I was right. uh, Mitch, just about. You. I was just about to say. I also played through the entirety of the Resistance Fall of Man, uh, campaign with a friend of mine. Uh, local co-op. Who's hardy? Because that had local co-op. You could play the uh, that camp that story, through in local mm. co-op the whole thing. Back in the day when games did Back that. Back in the day, yes. The good old. You oh. know. I was gonna say I don't think I've I think like it's a dime a dozen games that have local co-op nowadays because mm. that used mm-hmm. to be like a huge thing and now yeah now like most games are like like it's a it's a throwback or considered like a treat if like a game includes local co-op. That's yeah, why we need to protect. Is a, that isn't a kids game. That isn't yeah. a kids. That's game. why we need to protect Hazley at all costs. <laughs> there yeah. are reasons why. I mean, it did it did become outdated and then you can. And, no, uh, like yeah, there's like, always camera problems with that style and things like that. That and like performance issues yeah, and whatnot. I'm problems. sure, but yeah. yeah, exactly. But like when 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 local co-op is done right, it's done right. Like I remember when the I, I think it was the second Indiana Jones Lego Indiana Jones game came out, where like the Lego games actually included the feature, like if you for like the screen or border to like sort of cut off and like actually let you go where wherever you want, you know, like you weren't just restricted to what the camera saw. Yeah. So that yeah, that was a big thing for like you know at least the Lego games and co-op, you know, like where you know you did you weren't just restricted to having a certain amount of radius next to each other. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty good, I reckon. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, anything... Sam, what were you? Yeah, that was so awesome. So for me, I start my lo- my experience with local multiplayer started with Nintendo sixty four um, with Goldeneye. Uh, I played the hell out of Goldeneye as a kid. Me and my best friend, I still mm. talk to to this day. Yeah, I was the best man at his wedding. Uh, we used oh, to play nice. the shit. We used to play the shit out of that game. Oh my god! And we used to like it was so fun. Like and people always people used to get mad if you played as uh, Odd Job, the mm-hmm. the short uh, Asian guy, because it was hard to shoot him because he was so short. And then the, then he had the gold gun that like one shot everybody. And we used to put the mines in the bathroom, like, because it was like this one level that like where like you can hide in the vent above the one of the stalls or whatever. And he used to like hide in there and throw mines and shit. It was really fun. Goldeneye was like, that was like my first. That was my definitely my first like multiplayer shooter for sure. Yeah, um, I, I I wish I was sort of around in that era. Mm-hmm. Um, because like people talk about that game so fondly. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. Like that's my top ten game of all time. Like that game, I think people people still I, play it. it. It holds I up. Play, I played it. Like I did local co-op a few years ago um, with some friends, and like we had pizza and stuff. It was great. I I, I still had fun with that game, and I never played it as a kid. Like I had missed the boat on Golden Golden Eye, or, or uh, yeah, it. I just had never gotten into it, and I didn't have many friends as kids. One of my Sorry, one of my bucket list items is to get a bunch of people together uh, with a bunch of PS3s and just set up a LAN party and do 
the resistance to co-op. God, why did I have a feeling it was resistance? <laughs> yeah, I kind of. I just, I would just love to play good. that again. You know. What's even crazier is that people played GoldenEye on a Nintendo 64 controller, which was not was not their best controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. very uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and I, I I can't even I can't even picture somebody younger than me using a Nintendo 64 controller. Like you, you, you guys are probably like, what the hell? Who designed mm-hmm. this? Because it's like you can always tell like somebody that's never used it before they hold it a certain way. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that and uh, Mario Kart 64. Like uh, Bob mentioned it last week. The balloon battle, the battle royales, where you shoot items at each other and you you would pop a balloon. Those were really fun. Um, fighting games, uh, if that counts. Oh yeah. I played the hell out of all of them, like Mortal Kombat Four, the first three D Inju- Mortal Kombat. I mean, this is a bit later on, but like the first Injustice, I played the hell out of. Oh my like, god. Against my brothers and whatnot. Do you feel yeah. old yet, Seb? I think I I think I played like <laughs> I was Soul Calibur like, Three. A this lot is like. With- yeah, I, I was gonna it. say it like oh I, oh I uh, Dragon Ball Z yeah, yeah Dragon Ball Z Budokai two three one all of them Tenkaichi yeah. you guys don't even know like because there was uh, this is weep uh, stuff this is not not my no, area Dragon of expertise Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z is too mainstream it's to be a weeb, fighting so. game weeb's hate fighting Dragon game. Ball Z <laughs> weeb's hate Dragon Ball Z it's too mainstream for them so uh there was always like a section like in between the fights where uh you have to like click buttons it's like the train and it was like whoever clicks the most buttons whoever clicks the button faster gets like more like a higher score but like there was no reason to do it because it didn't add anything to the like actual fight but you used to you used to like like you used to break your controller to like beat your friend like to hit the map yeah mash the Xbox. i don't know why we did it but it, it, I remember, I remember playing uh, Budokai Tenkaichi on the Wii. I think that it was the second one. And what I would, what what would always happen um, between uh, my friend Victor and I, um, uh, I still mess. Um, he would like go under like Kami's lookout, and it was going to mean nothing to James and Mitch probably. But it would go yeah. like we would go under like Kami's lookout and like go way away from the action and try like trying to lure. The other yeah. one into like a vulnerable spot where just fire come, yeah. kamehameha or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. at each other. Good stuff. Dragon Ball, the, the PS2 wise, like that was probably my top five. Tenkaichi three, I think it was. It was either two or three. Uh, that's like my yeah. top five most played PS2 game. Like we put like five hundred hours in that game. We used to like we wow. did like twenty people tournaments. Like it was insane. That game was like esports before esports was a thing. Like that was mm. like we used to. I, I I I know people that in that friend group, they lost friendships over that game. Like that game was like Jesus. hard hardcore. But Jeez. a fighting game wise, but it started for me was like Tekken Tag Tournament, uh, mm-hmm. that one specifically because that was like one that was like my launch PS2 game, uh, and that the graphics blew me away and everything. Um, so yeah, so those are my introductions to local. I'll just why I'm talking. I'll just jump into online. My first introduction to online gaming was. MMOs. I started with EverQuest when I was six years old. Uh, I was mm. playing with adult. I was playing with twenty-something, thirty-year-olds when I was six, on uh, playing MMO. I was, like I said, I was mature for my age, and um, I played a lot of MMOs. Uh, that was like really the only way to play online. Really, online was just not really a thing yet until like two thousand five. That's when I got to console spaces. Like there was like uh, online on PS two. But it was it was just it wasn't that great. 
Um, but uh, so my first experience with online on consoles was like Gears of War or Halo. Oh yeah, that was, that's probably my introduction to that. I. Uh, oh, sorry, Seb. Do you do you have anything no. else you were gonna say? Or those are my first. Okay. Um, for me, I God, I I, I want to say Gears of War as well. It was like it was definitely in the 360 era. Um, yeah. I th- think actually no. I you guys probably like I don't think anyone would actually remember this game at all. Um, but there was this xbox live arcade title called section eight or section eight prejudice i think was the one um like it's you know like yeah it it, it's basically like uh think of it as like uh, another halo clone but instead you've got like these really big beefy guys in armor and they can just like (laughs) they can just run at like sonic speeds across the map it's essentially that it, it it's kind of like planet side 2 if you guys also mm-hmm. know that one it's like the same massive multiplayer lobbies and maps from that but you have sonic speed essentially um <laughs> weird. The, the, the name is just weird to me because section 8 in here it means like it's like poor houses for poor people that's what we call oh, wow. like government yeah so it's a concept yeah. it's kind of weird to me Mm. but like i i i i i I think it was my first online multiplayer experience because i distinctly remember um me and this other dude just trash talking each other over like xbox live like voice messages like we just send like voice messages to and from (laughs) like the typical like you know nine ten year old um trash talk like who do you think you are and then i respond like i'm your worst nightmare or something something really dumb and like you know edgy like that um you you grew up in that era so were you that kid that like put x's in his gamer tag (laughs) god no God no, no. X X Mitch three sixty. I, I found. I mean, I was. I'm not gonna lie to you. I had X's in my original Xbox game. I, I found that obnoxious. I love health, this. To be honest, the even at that age. Of like Seb saying like these people are scumbags. Also, those people are me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always honest. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I when I did multi when I did online multiplayer, my first memories are. It's got to be Xbox 360 or Xbox, and it was definitely Halo. I was huge into Halo 3 and Call of Duty. Um, I remember I did local, I did online stuff. Um, yeah, that was a big part of like high school for me. Was playing online with other people. Um, I remember I was playing, I was playing a game. I think it was Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, the original one. And um, good times. I was like. Yeah, good times. Uh, <laughs> and I was like singing along to like a Rage Against the Machine song, and like my mic was oh, wow. on. I don't know why I was doing this, but I was like, <laughs> I was like trying to like, I was like trying to like just not like be cool, but like I was trying to like not care like what other people thought about me. And I was like, I like talking to people yeah. online and stuff. So I was like, I was like, whatever. It's, I'm just singing a song. It's not like I'm like oh. being really loud and obnoxious. People oh, call me scummy. You were one of those people that like blasted music on the microphone. I didn't blast it on the micro. I was playing it natively within the Xbox 360. All right, don't get it twisted. All right. Okay, I'm just making sure because I it was like, like that. But I did have a kickass. I I did have a kickass uh, Xbox 360 gamer tag, uh, oh, and my. I've mentioned this before, but I will always brag about it. I was the secret pope, um, and it was the best uh, gamer tag. I don't know why I thought of it, what but uh, the people, secret people pope kept. 
people yeah people kept asking me like what's up with the pope like what do i know about the vatican i just thought it was a really funny thing and like people are like wow i didn't know there was a secret pope and i was like well yeah that's kind of the point isn't it um so always always a great time what was my game attack i, uh, I wish i could remember something with x's in it uh, yeah, it was like it was like the sea bass or something like that. I really got I really hate the term gamer tag. That's so like gamer tag, if you will. You know, I I don't know user name <laughs> guy myself. I I remember as a kid I like because I had the connect with the three sixty, and seeing as that has a microphone and like there'd be there'd be like weird occasions where like the microphone on the connect would be on or like connected to the game so other people could hear what i was saying um and i like as a kid i was dumb so i didn't know how to turn it off so i was whenever i was playing like a live multiplayer game as a kid i was always so paranoid that someone would hear so i'm just like everyone shut up shut up i'm playing a game shut up <laughs> like no talking <laughs> That's the um, mom. Like, you're it, it, embarrassing me in front of my friends. I, I wouldn't talk either. Is the thing I'd just be like silent the entire time. Like if I like wanted to shout, like ah, I'd be like, <laughs> no. you know, that was that was um, like that's the worst thing for me about the PS5. Is like I can't like the amount of times already that I've gone, I've been playing a multiplayer game. And I've been like singing along to some music that I was listening to, and I've forgotten that the microphone on the controller was on. <laughs> if, 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 the good thing about it is that, like, you, if you go into the settings, you can have it to like switch automatically to mute for your account, which is you know is right. helpful. I'll I'll have to to do that. that. I like I I've, I figured that out for Destruction All Stars, um, mm. the the bad way. So yeah, yeah. but it I I still find it incredibly dumb that like the microphone is on by default um yeah. for the controller i, I found that it's made me dumb, like hate but, the fact oh, well. that there's a, a microphone in the controller because it's just like honestly i, I just i just uh, see that like thing in the top corner of the screen that says like my name and i'm speaking as yeah. i'm singing and it's like oh no that's <laughs> the biggest fear as a kid like seeing your name on the microphone pop up and it's like shit they can hear me like yeah yeah you know I actually, that's the biggest fear it, it actually honestly. took me like 20 something years to actually get comfortable like talking to people i used to have so much anxiety talking to people on a microphone like i couldn't even do I, it like, weirdly I, enough like yeah. I, I i'm a bit i'm much more comfortable in like games like destiny and like you know avengers like i've met a couple like funnily enough i've met a couple you know of the like stray one or two people i've managed to find in like lobbies for for the avengers game they've been surprisingly nice and like i've had like actual conversations with them (laughs) because like hey i I, it's like hey i rarely see anyone on here and like hey me too let's let's talk about stuff because what else can we do um let's uh... celebrate the occasion yeah, because you, because yeah. you, because you get you, you're so scared of like people like yelling at you or it's just yeah. really, it's very social anxiety and it's like look it's like I, when you get older you realize like you're never gonna see these people again you're never gonna hear from these people again. Yeah. No. I, well, that's the thing but I don't I, get. I don't get that in <laughs> multiplayer games. Like, uh, I like I know I'm never gonna speak to the people again probably. So I'm just like, if somebody, yeah. I'm that guy who, if somebody like really makes a bad play i'm just like i'll i'm i'm like i'm always this close to getting on the microphone and being like what the fuck are you doing just <laughs> learn how to play the game you know 
Look, I no. I am too, but but then I but then I kind of have that like sort of ratatouille moment at the end with the with the critic or whatever. Where you just have a flashback to your childhood. It's like I don't want I don't want to continue that cycle. Yeah. You know? yeah. I I, I was yeah, say, I, you have a rat that pulls at your hair and makes you a better gamer. Is that what you? <laughs> I wish honestly <laughs> after after seeing the Suicide Squad, I wish I had a Sebastian that could help me. I know. Uh, Sebastian uh, Lemmy hybrid that could help me get better at games. And I don't know what this means, but I'm excited to find out next Wednesday. Yeah. Oh yeah, this movie's fantastic. I haven't seen it yet. Um, mm, good. but yeah, like I was a gamer. I was like dead quiet. I never played on the mic. I was like that gamer that just never had the mic running at all or not. Yeah, uh, I, I overcompensated for my social anxiety. See, I went the other way. I always, almost always had my mic on, and like I saw it as a way for me to confront my. So I'm not saying it worked, by the way, but I, <laughs> I just I saw it as a way to confront my social anxiety heads on with people I yeah. would never see again. I didn't know. I was still very anxious, but like, yeah, yeah I I tried just, to do it. It's funny. How I you still. Have... It's it's funny how I still have major social anxiety over like game chat to this day. Like by by default for most games, I just have like in game chat on mute by default, just because I just don't want to deal with other people. Shit, I had anxiety when we first started this podcast. I was like, hmm. I was never on a camera, never on a mic. Anxiety was right now. And I was the freaking host. Yeah, uh... <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? But now it's like I don't even think about it. Like I have zero nerves. Like when we first, when we start now, I don't even have nerves any steel. I have nothing. Yeah. And the same thing with teaching. Like I would, if I was that kid that got called on, I was a nervous wreck. Like I was, oh, like, yeah. I was shy. Yep. And uh, now I'm gonna be teaching in front of like 30 students. Hmm. So it's kind of funny but, like... how you grow up as a person. Like you just, you kind of like. Yeah. When you look back on it, it's like, wow, I was a really different person when I was younger. Yeah, no, definitely. I like. I I feel like. I mean, I feel like at the same time, like it, it it's very stringent on the experiences you have at a younger age. Like I remember, like like the school, for example, in first grade, I had a teacher who was just not approachable at all with questions like if you ask her a question, she would death stare you. Like you just told her, like oh, you know, I hate like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, I had a year twelve English teacher. It was exactly like that. I had an algebra anyways. teacher that was abusive. Yeah. So. Yeah, God, I seriously don't know how 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 it's that hard to be a decent teacher. But anyways, um, you know, <laughs> the problem, the problem with teaching it, teachers have like a really strong tenure, and you you have to do a lot to get fired. So I had yeah. I had a teacher that was like literally like flirting with girls and like getting on the table she, like this. Um, Jesus. And, 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 and he still didn't get fired for like two years so yeah. i mean look really mine's a, a the school i went to is like one of those like really like the tough stringent private christian schools so of course it's a boys club all the like you oh, know yeah. pa and all that are you know old white guys mm. um very like conservative that. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, yeah. like in the, uh, like outside the U.S. Like you guys have like all like boys and all girls schools, and like you wear uniforms yeah. and things like that. We it's, don't have. That. I, we don't have uh, in the U.K. We don't have boys and girls schools or anything like that. Um, we do, but we we do we, we have uni- we have uniforms. Yeah, yeah, the uniforms. You guys wear like the freaking stockings and the Harry Potter esque like. <laughs> my, oh my god, it's not Harry my... Potter esque, but yeah. The 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 principal of the school, the principal of the, the, my school, he'd like because. For some reason, my school had like a very strict like skirt policy for girls, where it's like if it show- it was like an inch above oh, your knee, yeah. they'd be like, 
Like, like it got to the point where like the the male teachers would actually start like physically like kneeling down like in front of girls' skirts and pulling it down, which Ugh. is just yeah, yeah. I hate it's a real and it's just. I'm gonna go on a twenty minute tangent, but like I hate like how, <laughs> how the, the way they treat girls, but like. Like yeah, it was the terrible. girls, the girls can't have a certain stop, like length of a sleeve on their shirt because guys can't control themselves. Like it was terrible. Like, yeah. Instead of like making, instead of punishing the girls, make the guys control themselves. Like, like <laughs> why is the girl getting punished because guys can't control themselves? Like, it's just stupid. Like it, girls it was, can't wear shirt, yeah. short sleeve. They can't wear like short sleeve, like to their shoulder. Like what mm. Dory's wearing it's is like, like the, it's fucking like the bear, Victorian England. Like yeah. Yeah, it's like shoulders are suddenly the the most erotic part of the human body, or something. And I, when I tell you, I was a teenage boy. I didn't go crazy over a shoulder. Yeah, so like <laughs> I, I, I've never it, met a guy. It's... I've been in boys' locker rooms. They never mentioned a, a shoulder. So I don't. Mm. What? That chick has a hot shoulder. Wow, <laughs> I never heard that in my life. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life until this podcast. So thanks, I'm saying. So that's what, but in the principal's heads, that's like, like, that's what guys do. Like, oh, wow, she showed her shoulder. So, yeah. yeah, it's, I mean, like, same thing with, like, ankle yeah. socks. But, yeah, anyways, where where were we? It's like, it's like we live in, like, Saudi Arabia or something. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It, yeah, it's, my, my school was, my school was archaic. Yes, and social anxiety, uh, that's how we got here. Um... Right. Social anxiety <laughs> is how we got to a you lot of what, things in our life. You know what got me out of yeah. that? Is that when when I got to college, I became I was an adult and everything was independent and there was no hold, hand holding. I had to do everything myself. Yeah. Like, I had to like go to the office, put my picture, my paperwork in, all my presentations was all on me. Everything was my responsibility. Yeah. I had to learn to like be an adult and confront. Because like when you're an adult, like shit breaks down. You have to call the insurance company and fight with them. Mm. It's you have to you have to do that. I and mean, that, that, that gets yeah. you out of that scared little yeah. boy kind of feelings you get exactly so, so i think everybody some people are always having social anxiety and that's okay i mean that's totally okay but a lot of people do you do grow out of it a bit eventually yeah so. yeah definitely like i've yeah. had to go out of my comfort zone and contact clients for assignments and stuff in the real world tons of times and it's like um, nerve-wracking every time in high school almost, i was but... like the quiet one of the quietest kids ever and then i mm. got into politics and then i could never shut the fuck up so <laughs> Well, that's what I was literally one Story of those of my people life. who would email my family members and say, hey, did you know this awful shit in the U.S. is going on right now? You should message your congressperson or something. Oh. God. Oh, Insufferable. Wow. High school me. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely was one of those. I definitely had that um, when I was... 13, 14 had that edgy Ben Shapiro, Stephen Crowder phase where oh. it was just... Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it's down. Not, look, look, down, James. You know you want to anyway. Sh- shut me down from back then, honestly. Cancel, cancel back then, me. Even though, like, I wasn't actually Same. that. High school me is that. trash. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, think all of us in high school were trash. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I'm so glad I grew past that and realized what. Anyways, uh, yeah. video Kids games. <laughs> yeah. Kids um, yeah, uh, I I played a lot of um, Battlefield Three, uh, mm. and like you know Black Ops, the original Black Ops. God, those were the days. That was the peak. Of, did you uh, Did you play uh, Modern Warfare and Left 4 Dead? 
because that's like we're gonna start everybody played it around that same time i played so it's interesting i played modern warfare but uh i played modern warfare around the time modern warfare 2 was coming out hmm. um you gotcha but i i actually think my first call of duty game was uh the mobile port of world of war zombies um i used to play that at school on my ipod um but yeah then my uh my mate came around with a copy of cod 4 and he's he said you know hey you gotta play this um yeah. and he, he, he we traded how little you knew back then how little yeah, you exactly knew. um but yeah no i never played left for dead i never got i never got in on that because i never had a pc back then um I, I, yeah i didn't have an xbox either and i didn't yeah i just wasn't aware of it but um yeah battlefield was my uh, battlefield call of duty i was that was my thing like i played some bad company too as well um god that was a lot of fun like it's weird i have i played way more battlefield 3 but i think i have better memories of bad company too just because they're like there's more fun stuff you can do in that like between like blowing up bridges with tanks on them and like using the tracker dart to shoot at a helicopter and then have someone else fire a missile at the helicopter and follow the tracking dart like that kind of stuff like that you just can't do in like battlefield 3 um just makes for some great memories um yeah but yeah I, I i loved those those games like that was the that was the era for multiplayer first person shooters oh yeah for sure I, it, 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 even today it's not the same like that was yeah. that was an era yeah it was yeah even all we're not even with all these multiplayer games just something just doesn't feel the same as back then i mean that's just not some nostalgia talking i don't think it is like i just think i think like that was the point in time where they'd nailed the formula and things like microtransactions hadn't started to creep in yet so like like we had like online passes and stuff like that that was like annoying but less egregious yeah uh but now, like all the games are like they have to sh- they have to shoehorn loot boxes and battle passes in now, and it, it like they need that to keep the game running, keep updating the game because you know back then they didn't have they had DLCs, they didn't have yeah. like uh, they didn't have constant updates every yeah. week or every month, so they didn't need to keep feeding the money in, yeah. and now but now yeah. when they like they have to find a way to get that stuff in, and that dampens the actual progression systems in the game yeah i i feel like i feel like we've all gotten too accustomed to the idea that oh this like weapon or item or whatever is like is unbalanced we'll just wait for the patch like i feel like we've all gotten too accustomed to that like you know like there'd be days and times where like you know like certain things just go unpatched and just would be broken throughout most if not all the game's life cycle you know but like uh, you know like in it like that's the thing as well. When Battlefield Three came out, um, like the game was really well balanced from the get go. Like there were some yeah. weapons that were more powerful, like the M sixteen, which was like the first mm. weapon that you got for the assault class. Um, yeah, and like, but everyone just sort of accepted that because it wasn't like ridiculously overpowered. It was just more mm. powerful than everything else, and that's the <laughs> best weapon to use on that class. Mm. Like, like, and and I'm not trying to be like one of those elitist like douchebags. Like, oh, remember when games would be like this out the box and do like, like, no, like I, I feel like, because if you're constantly trying to compare, like, oh, I wish games, you know, like we didn't have to pay for like live service wasn't a thing and we didn't have to pay for DLC and it, it all come in the box, yada yada yada. No, like that, 
like okay you know it's good idealistically but that's just not how games and business works nowadays you know and i feel like just because it's something different doesn't mean like and this is kind of pivoting into a different direction slightly but like live just because the thing is live service doesn't mean it's going to be bad there's definitely been a lot of bad cases of live service but that doesn't mean that the model itself is just inherently bad it's just been yeah. it's just that people haven't figured out how to do it properly yet or most yeah. people haven't this could be its own topic but people romanticize yeah. the past a lot and a lot of games oh. that they thought it was great back then don't age well absolutely like, try to, like try i know to play, try to play Medicare solid today <laughs> you just you won't you won't be able to no no like especially, i i know especially you because you're old enough to be in my class but um <laughs> no Thanks. But uh, there's going to be kids in the future, like they're younger than you. Are going to say like Warzone was my childhood. I couldn't. I was. Don't you? I miss when games were like Warzone. I miss when games were. That's the day I quit video games. You're going to. Yeah, but we're just continuing that the cycle then. Every time you and Mitch open your mouth, that's what I experience. That's gonna be you in like ten years, when the, yeah, when the exactly. new generation comes in. Yeah. You're gonna be like, oh my god, do exactly. these kids play yeah. anything? So yeah. Yeah. like, I know, like, back in my day, we played Battlegrounds, PUBG, Battlegrounds. Yeah, back <laughs> oh my god, back in like, my day, I know. Dude. an example of like you know like the act man on YouTube. He's like one of the bigger examples of like, oh, back in my day, games would be like this. I'm like. Like, yeah. like, you know, like, I enjoy a lot of most of his videos, or I haven't watched him in a while, but it's like, I, I enjoy a lot of his videos, but it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I get really just sick of that back in my day mentality. Like, no, like, like, I hate it when my parents do it to me. I, I hate it just as much when some random internet stranger is doing it yeah, to yeah, me as yeah. well. Like, no, I just, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I do it, I'm always joking. I don't really give a shit. No, oh, no, but, absolutely. But it's like when... But like when you when you have when like one of your legitimate criticisms against like a game that's releasing nowadays is oh this has like you know they've already announced DLC for it it should just all be in the box like no no yeah like I will you know, admit like, like was... I I've made that criticism of some games because that does annoy me a little bit like it I I, I I've gotten I've gotten more this... used to it now but it, like there have been times when I've been like. What? like just let just release the game first you know well i mean because the thing i mean like with um insomniac spider-man they had like the the dlc chapters and whatnot you know like that like people like oh that should have all been in the game like no that's a completely different story it's it's completely different everything like Like, i'm not saying if that was in yeah like if if that was in the main game i'm not saying it should have been in the game i'm just saying like don't announce it until the game is out like don't announce yeah. it before release that doesn't make sense to me no i i, I and i agree with that to, to a certain degree yeah I, yeah I definitely agree with that but like when people like all like when people are in the mentality of oh all dlc should have been included in the box from the start no no that's like one that's just not how games work nowadays <laughs> i'm sorry but it's not and two when... you know like to go back to the spider-man thing again like it's it has nothing to do with the main actual campaign it's it's a complete different thing it doesn't work like that you in know? years yeah no and and I mean, people to, are still to, trying to hold on to it but... yeah you used to get dlc for like two years out and then you would get a game of the year edition that's been going around mm. for like 20 something yeah. years like that's exactly 
they stopped doing that. They started doing that like two thousand one. Yeah, like I mean, that, like that—that's what I do for like the Neville Realm games nowadays. I just wait a couple of years for all the DLC fighters to come do. out and just get the yeah. get the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like when you realize as gamer, people are never happy, and people always bitch about oh, this generation has it easy. Da, da, da. Like you always get that every generation. You're gonna be the same way. Yeah. And then your kids, you're gonna be the same way, and so on and so forth. It's just the way. It's the exactly. circle of life. It's, it's I've already pre-ordered my rocking chair. Yeah. Like I said, anyway. Your elite um razor um gaming rocking yep, chair. My RGB rocking yep. chair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. It's gonna be like you're gonna be like uh all the kids are gonna be like in this like alternative reality video game kind of stuff. And you're like back in my day we used a controller and a television. <laughs> that will be me, uh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Okay. Well, um, I I feel like we've ringed this this topic, uh, dry. Yeah. yeah. I know how to get a conversation going. Like my topic turns into like a forty minute thing. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, who's who said that it will be a short one? This one probably. <laughs> that should be uh, the quote. That should be the video on Twitter. Like yeah. The, this is gonna be a short topic. <laughs> um, for a few minutes later. I did. I did make the four <laughs> hours later SpongeBob joke, so I knew what was gonna happen. Yeah. You knew what was going to happen, okay. Uh, um, but yeah, that brings us to the end of the show. Um, so this has been the 48th episode. We're coming up on episode 50 soon. We will have to figure out what we're going to do for that. Uh, and I'm sure we I, will. We'll, I, just, we'll have something special. Yeah, We'll, we'll, we'll figure out something. We'll figure yeah, out something. Now, James, be a three hour we show. should also tell yeah. the audience, James, that, that uh, my review is coming up. Yes, yes. That's uh, what I was going to do next. So, oh, uh, fantastic. Dory has uh, written and voiced a review of Chris Tales, which uh, I'm currently in the process of editing and should be up in the coming week. So uh, look forward to that. It's very good. Uh, and I'm sure you will enjoy it very much. Um, other than that, um, that's all that's sort of set in stone. Uh, I have some stuff planned as well. But... Um, I will not say anything more on that yet because I don't know if I'll get out this week. Um, if you want to listen to these shows live uh, and interact with us in the chat, please do. Uh, we record them on Saturdays at 6.30pm Eastern Standard Time, um, which uh, is 11.30pm uh, in the UK. Uh, and Mitch, what time is that around about in Australia? Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Did you get six, the, wait right? six thirty Eastern Standard Time? Or... Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, eight thirty. Eight thirty. Eleven thirty for you. It's eleven thirty for James. Yeah. So that'd be like seven. I think it's seven thirty, eight thirty in the morning for you, right? Eight thirty. Eight thirty for 830, me. Eight thirty, yeah, which yeah. is in Australia. So if you're up that early, yeah. Uh, then you know. Yeah. Get as look. Get I... as live. <laughs> For comparison's sake, I woke up at like ten, like after eleven o'clock yesterday, and now I'm getting up at like eight today. So, yeah, my sleep schedule isn't great; never has been. Anyways, moving on. Um, yeah, but uh, also you can join our Discord. Um, we talk about video games there, and uh, it's a great place to talk with other people uh, and share your own work. We have channels for that too. Um, we have channels for a lot of stuff. 
um, so come hang out with us. The dis- the link to that will be in the description of this episode. Um, if please, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, then subscribe to us on YouTube to get more of the video version. Uh, like this video on YouTube as well; it helps us a lot. Uh, if you listen to this on uh, audio, then subscribe to the podcast feed on whichever app of choice you have. Uh, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a rating because that helps a lot too. Um. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So uh, if you made it this far, thank you very much for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Farewell. Bienvenue. Adios.